on air. And if we get the volume to go down the music, the fader has to go down there. Can you hear me? No. Well, I hear you because you're in the same room as me. Yes. But not otherwise. Hey, Mo. All right. Mo Khan. We're going to have to really truck through this here, I guess. Of FPF Media? Yes. How's it going, buddy? I'm well. Happy New Year, man. All the best. And we have no screen either, huh? No. Uh, it's a mash unit. It's a mash That's unit. That's what you're going to get today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to truck through this show here. I'm Mo Khan, alongside with Pete Delarizzi. Iggy Magnets is uh, in the uh, chair of Eagle, who is in uh, South Beach on the lip of the Everglades. What are Thank you guys for holding it down, by the way. Did we? I don't know what we did last week. The uh, Hall of Fame announcements. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. All cool. right. So I feel similarly about something. Yes. Um, as you know, I am a Miami Dolphins fan. That is correct, yes. And uh, while I'm happy they made the playoffs, yeah, I saw them win a playoff game in the year 2000 when Lamar Smith ran for 206 yards mm-hmm. uh, and somehow beat the uh, Peyton Manning-led uh, Indianapolis Colts. I then saw them lose a couple times. I think the last time they were in the playoffs was 2013. Yes. Uh, 2016. Should I watch 2016. Skylar Thompson in the playoffs? Of course. I, I don't know of if it's course. of course. You, you, you. I think the answer is yes, but it can't be of course. No, you have to. You're Why do fan. I have to? Because a Dolphin fan has to win or lose, even though the, the percentages are, what, 13.5 point fear, right, for the Buffalo Bills? It was thirteen and a half last time I checked in Vegas. Yeah, they are. So. But like, so, I mean, it would have been a tough game either way. But I just feel like I'm watching, you know, similar to our show today. I'm actually it. Yeah, this is so like we're like the the Skylar Thompson of this show right now. That's yeah. what we are. So uh, yeah, I would watch it because it's it's playoff football and but is it if Skylar Thompson's playing? You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's going to be a I bad weekend of football. No Lamar Jackson. Uh, no what are we even watching at this point? <laughs> anyway, we, we can't talk about NFL. We're here to talk course, about FPF. Yeah. That's what we're here to talk about, boys yeah. and girls. I, just, I needed some therapy. I know. We'll continue this. Throughout the Who show. are you, though? We just announced it. Oh, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah, you are definitely lost. All right. Um, Eagles not here. We're here. Iggy, PZ, and I. And uh, it's week one wrapped in a bow tie. And... Uh, before we get to the topics du jour, a reminder, it's week two, so it is photo day. Team photo day comes as of Saturday. So we try to make it as easy as possible for all those who are involved that uh, please come on time and just give the photographers your time to take the photo either either before or at halftime, maybe post-game. But please take the photo and your individual headshots for those who don't have. Please, we insist, we encourage. Yeah, we insist more than we encourage. Um, and we will soon start to enforce that's uh, true. So more on that to come. Yes. Um, I have a I have a little announcement too, if you don't mind. Mo. Yes, go for it. Uh, uh, we're changing a little bit about how the media team is structured. We want to get more people involved. Um, we have our senior writing staff, of which Iggy is part of it. Although I think this week I'm struggling I Iggy. right now. Um, but um, as Iggy leaves town <laughs> after the show, um, this show was easier when all of us had less going on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. For me, it's it's it's, it's a busy month. I'm not here next week. Yeah, I'm not here February second. I think the ninth. I think I don't know, man. I'm 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 in and out this season. So we have we're giving everyone the same content that they've got and more. It's just going to be in different places. Mm-hmm. One of the things Iggy and I are working on, for example, is uh, we're going to move the power rankings league wide to Instagram, where Iggy's going to host an inter- Instagram segment 
talking about why some teams moved up and down. It'll be a real uh, probably starting week two based on Iggy's travel schedule. Yes, yeah. week two. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll do power ranking. But it's okay. Let's let's give some time for the league to unfold. Yeah, a little let bit. it marinate a little bit here. Uh, right. New staff writer Raf yeah. Morelli put out his power ranking for Div Four to get us started. So um, welcome to Raf and William Power as new writers. For oh FPF. my God, Raf Morelli! We can do the Paisan of the Week now with Raf Morelli. We can do. <laughs> we can bring it back. Yeah. People are asking about the Paisan of the Week. Yeah, we we do. It, it's a it's a segment we do need to bring back. I'll send our Morelli a DM after. As you're saying, so Morelli's on, William Power's on. Who else is on this roster? Um, uh, Mocon. Um, <laughs> apparently, I'm on this list <laughs> you're, as well. You're, you're, a, you're a I'm writer on this now. List, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you're on. You're on the media team as well, Morelli. Uh, apparently, I am. <laughs> I'm quarterback. Marc-Andre Chapu is covering co-ed yeah. and women's. Nice. Uh, ben Barkin and you said who? Marc-Andre Desonier is back giving us microphone content. Right. We're working with Samuel Pelcher. Who is helping us with the uh, Instagram page? Doing some He's providing stuff some, with some content stuff. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did a great job week one, by the way. Oh yeah. Game day. Uh, it was really exciting. And I've invited some contributors, of which you'll be hearing about as soon as they start publishing. They're going to be including recaps on all of the recaps across all divisions. Is going to go to a central article mm-hmm. that's going to come out probably Friday or Saturday. Uh, so the divisional articles will still exist. They're going to cover more in-depth stories. Um, it's going to be basically our. Uh, most experienced uh, storytellers in FPF, and some people were giving a shot to right. uh, telling stories about the divisions uh, for which they know the best. Um, and we'll get some insights there. Um, I'm going to be talking about, for example, this week, I'll be talking about um, some of the returning teams in Div 6 and what to expect from them. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a topic yet for Div 5, but we'll figure something out. <laughs> uh, so I'm covering Div 5 and 6 for Iggy this Maybe. week. Maybe. Maybe I can do Div 5 because it's not so long anymore, the articles. Yeah. I started my intro. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah. But the intro is just introducing myself. Send it to me and I'll take full credit. Hello, I'm Iggy. <laughs> yes. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's um, it. Yeah, and, and I'm going to be around in some different places. We're also going to introduce a daily fantasy segment uh, called Peas Against the World. Okay. So every day, every week, sorry, uh, a member <laughs> of... The 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 FPF. (laughs) What? How was that? I didn't hear. I don't. I don't have. That was Brent Callender's laugh. Oh, okay. I was. He's laughing at the uh, FPF. I thought you (laughs) coughed. Oh yeah. So a member of the FPF community, a member of the the contribution staff, or one of our writers, or any other any member of the media, and myself will all submit a daily fantasy lineup where there's a, a cap where the cap number is calculated based on our um our player cap numbers and you can submit a lineup like you would on DraftKings or, or FanDuel or whatever and every week uh those folks get a chance to compete against me we're going to keep track see who wins and potentially you win a credit for next season Ooh, so. nice Very sorry nice. i said nice oh i thought you said Do how I much and i was like oh. no, no nice <laughs> i just promised some of rob's money and didn't uh didn't clear it with him, so we'll find <laughs> yeah, out soon. Yeah, we'll find out. What the hell is this credit for? Who is this for? <laughs> we'll find out how much comes out of my thousand dollars. <laughs> Why is it going to these teams here for anyway? Look, all, right. all I can say, FPF, is if it's not a thousand dollars, know that I have fought for a thousand dollars. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's dive into it. We have a lot to get to. Uh, this is our biggest season in the winter year. We have twelve divisions this year, uh, a crazy amount. And uh, since it's uh, Iggy's first foray into this, hopefully the show goes off without a hitch. Uh, we'll dive into D- Division One. Um, All Stars played Kangaroos 
All Stars crushed the Kangaroos. PZ, from your viewpoint, surprised by the domination from the All Stars or from the Kangaroos being very listless against the All Stars? Um, I'm surprised you haven't yet called it the worst All Stars slash the finest. Oh, I like this All Star team. Ever it's been it's put a together. very good All Star team. They're just weak at Russia, right? No, they're very good at Russia. <laughs> they have a they have a rotation here. For those who don't know, uh, Mokan used to rush for the finest, and for years would say that uh, any t- any next team of the finest that he wasn't on wasn't quite as good as the previous. Yeah, exactly, one. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think maybe a, a combination of, um, okay, I, I got two terms for you. It's a you know the th- you, one you've heard of before. One is like a championship hangover, right? You've heard that before. Mm-hmm. You know they're coming off high from winning a championship. Uh, All stars are coming in. Without that in mind, right. cl- sort of clear head. The other thing is, I call it fall dystrophy. And what it is is that there's a there's a dis a dysmorphic sorry, fall dysmorphia. That's the mm-hmm. that's the right word. There's a dysmorphic look at your opponents uh, because the tiers are smaller and the competition is not exactly the same. So like for some teams, fall was much more difficult than what you're used to because the pool of teams is smaller. Therefore. Yeah. Um, the range of competition, the, the range of divisions is much smaller. And so the range of competition within a division is much larger. Um, and then if you're at the bottom of that, it's really tough. If you're kangaroos, you're top of the heap, but you're not playing Div 1 ball, really. They, they were playing Div 1 caliber ball, right. but the entire division wasn't a Division 1 caliber. What do you think, Iggy? I see you nodding. Yes, yeah, I, I agree with your fallography. Fallography? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, um, assessment here. I already forgot what I called it. Uh, yeah, dystopia? No. Faultopia? I don't know. Fall-topia. Oh, fall dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think in the scorekeeper of this game, I just think that Lazaro is off with his receivers, never had the rhythm. Uh, first first drive <laughs> of their opening, opening act of the year, he goes four and out. You know, that's not going to help <laughs> any any cause, especially against the Kevin White's-led team. But also, I, I just think there was a game within the game with the Shemirgin brothers on the All-Stars. Yeah. There is uh, a bit of uh, frosty relations with uh, Dan Lazara. And, in fact, that happened in the handshake line. But why is that? Like, I don't know the backstory. No, that, it's a great – that's the thing. It's, it's like the uh, – it's like who shot Biggie, right? Like, who shot Biggie Smalls? There's all these theories here. There's all these theories about why the Shemirgins and Lazara uh, – May have Elvis. had a fallout. I don't know. Elvis did. Yeah, exactly. And in the hatchet line, <coughs> it's like they both did like like a veer away from each other. Like they were repelling each other's magnets, right? And then, and then, a lot of jibber jabber of talking going on back and forth. Nothing happened, thankfully. Not. You guys just decide in advance who'll be big spoon, who'll be small spoon. You're fine. Yeah, and that uh, that, that, that uh, as far as I understand is the best way to resolve all. Uh, relationship yeah. issues. Yeah, and, and, and it adds a bit of a, a spice to the uh, to the recipe of this rivalry with uh, All-Stars and Kangaroos. And I just think I was more impressed with the All-Stars because, you know, Lazar had that first drive that didn't go anywhere, but then they got into the red zone and he threw a red zone INT to Chris Miar, who returned back for the pick six, and that was it for the game. So I, I really think the defense for All-Stars is – they have different ch- parts that they can put in at certain situations. So I like this team, how they're built up from their defense and what they can do with the matchups they have across the board. Let's also take a minute to appreciate Kevin Wyatt. Yeah. Because, like, as the season goes on, we'll be bored of talking about how great he is because he's great. But I, I – so I heard Tom Brady's become the new 
Chuck Norris, right? Like the Tom Brady stats have gone so ridiculous. It's like, you know, the whole thing of like when Chuck Norris gets into the water, he doesn't get wet. The water gets Chuck Norris. Yeah. And and Tom Brady's kind of taking the mantle with his ridiculous stats. And the one that I heard this week was the one that blew my mind the most, which was Tom Brady has never played in a game where his, he's never started a game where his team was out of playoff contention in his entire 21 year career has never played a meaningless game. And I'd like to say, uh, you can correct me on the smoke because yeah. you're, you're from the pre P's era, mm-hmm. but can't you say the same for Kevin Wyeth at FPS? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at his stats now. And uh, he's at 71,000 yards, odd yards. And then he's at 1,850 touchdowns. It's <laughs> ridiculous. 197. How, how, many, how many yards, by the way? Sorry. Uh, 71,183 yards. It's ridiculous. So I want, like, recently looking at it, I was surprised to see, like, I, like, I was up near, like, the, the top 10, right? Mm-hmm. And Simon Dajne is up there, too. And I was like, but, like, you'll never catch you'll him. You'll never catch him. He's he's double the next dude, like triple some some of the guys. Yeah, but I'm saying I think he's he's double the second place yeah. in, in yardage, right? And <laughs> yeah. he's double it. And <laughs> and, and by the way, those those career stats. That you're, if you're looking at the the the, uh, the leaders page, like the, yeah. the historical page, yeah. that's two years out of date. Yeah, yeah. That's so. two years out of date. Yeah. He's, so he's off. Right he now. has more. He is probably closer to 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 I don't know eighty thousand at this point. Yeah, he's got lift off. Yeah, my my thing with the Chuck Norris version of Kevin Wyeth, like that that that, that whole spiel is that Kevin Wyeth throws balls that you don't catch his balls. The balls catch you. It absolutely does. Yeah, the ball does. catches you. It's I was there was on Monday night in Saint Laurent, where he put up easily fifty five points on in Division B or uh, two. With the flex cap where Kevin White can now throw and throwing with uh, James Drysdale. Oh, that seems fair. And, like, he's just like, yeah, the ball's catching me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. It's like he has magnets. It's, it's, he throws hard, but the spiral is so perfect, you can't drop it. It's a pillow. It's yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's like, a, it's like a landing of a plane with no, like, turbulence. It's yeah. just yeah. down there. Yeah. So, Kangaroos lose, and now they could stare at an 0-2 start. They will face uh, Braves next. And you talk about – Tough uh, start. Tough start to the schedule, but talk about sack Braves 40-40. In fact, uh, from what I was told, Braves scored the what would have been the go-ahead winning game-winning touchdown against Flagmore Sack, but with one play left, Flagmore Sack hit a 40-bomb, tied it up, went for the extra point, didn't convert, 40-40 game here. Uh, I'm mesmerized by these two teams when they go at it, piece because they always come down to the last play, and for whatever reason, <clears throat> the Braves cannot beat <coughs> excuse me, Flagmore Sack. All right, I'll speak a little bit it's, and let yeah. you uh, save your life. It's the um, dry <laughs> winter air that uh, <laughs> yeah, Mo complains about every Arizona, winter baby. in the armpit of Montreal. Yeah, the shipping container. So, yeah, they, they, they Montreal, though. the parking situation yeah, is it's, terrible. Yeah, it's off last. Uh, yeah, it's bad. The, uh, if we actually had a studio downtown, the parking might be better. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Um, so, I every time Flagmosak is playing in FPF, yeah. it draws a smile for me, ear to ear. They're, they're one of my favorite franchises in the history of FPF. I love their approach to the game. Um, and the way, like, both Braves and Flagmosak are prolific offenses that can score on anybody. And the difficulty playing against either team is how many points you can, can you keep pace with them, right? Um, but this is, these are the two teams that do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and despite Neto Puse's mistake, it doesn't, and like, he plays like mistakes don't matter. Right, like he's he's a gunslinger. He's gonna go out. He's gonna 
He's going to throw more interceptions than, than like Joe Mayer and, and Kevin Wyatt, and but he's going to keep the pace. He's going to keep the, the 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 pedal down the entire yeah. time, and it applies pressure in a in a in a way that Braves were slightly more methodical. Uh, it feels like it it puts them off their game a l- just enough, just enough to to keep flying one second in the game. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I think Alex is a great reader of the field, and he, it's like he knows what the Braves are going to run in defense, and it's just like. It's literally soft uh, toss of him, like a baseball pitch, right? Warming up. Mm-hmm. It's like he just warms up there and he's throwing darts to his receivers in the open spots. And if you go back to history with these two teams, right? Even go back to the uh, spring se- or was it the winter or spring, whatever season it was, they went score for score and they went down to last plays and stuff. And I know they tied here. And remember, there's only one team that gets the bye, right? The one seed gets the bye. So there's no two spots to be had here. And maybe that tie does impact the overall standings. So that maybe they lose out by one to maybe all stars, or who knows who might be the one seed by the, by the end of March, whatever it is. But I just think this this is a fascinating game. They'll have one more game here when they play each other later on in the year. But it, it's gonna be unique to see how they go not going head to head here. The Kangaroos, all stars, um, Sack, and uh, I'm and the Braves. Those four teams will play each other six times, right per team. So that's going to be fascinating to see if they can knock each other out here, and it might create some sort of parity within the top end of those teams with the bottom end. But you speak of the new teams here, Pete. Well, just just before we get to the new yeah. teams, um, there's two ad- additions to these teams I want to draw attention to. Yeah. The first is Fashionart looking like he's a full-time member of Flag Wasak for the first time. He's Pat gone Chenard from orange to blue, yeah. Or Nicholas Arsenal-Hum, or both. I'm not sure if Nick Arsenal. I think Arsenal Hunt played a full season with them before. I I'm don't think he did. Now. I don't think he did at all. No, you're right, actually. So, okay. They had two big pieces, actually. Yeah. <laughs> not that you mention <laughs> it. Um, <coughs> so, is that the most impactful move in Div 1? Is them adding Pat Chenard and Nick Arsenal Hum? Or is it the single addition of the Braves adding. Phil uh, Farah? Phil Farah, yeah. I think. Uh, and they also added uh, Guillaume Bellin, by the way. Just, but I just, who, by the way, is excellent. But yeah. just focusing on Phil Farron and, and what we've seen in his rise through FPF recently. Well, I think Flagstaff uh, flex sealed their their leaks on defense with Chenard and and, uh, and Arsalam because their defense always give up a lot of points. I know they give up as they allow the forty points in the week. Forty, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, the Braves. But it, when, when it, get on key drives, it'll it'll make a yeah, difference. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it, it's expected. But now with them, their their wealth of experience and how they can play defense. I think they can help erase some of the uh, issues that lingers with this team where if they give a 45, they got four score 46, and they, they might n- end up winning maybe 38 to 20 now as opposed to 38 to 35 as they would in, in weeks in years past. Year. But it will be fascinating to see how they can adjust. Philippe Ferrand going to that offense will be massive. I think that really helps. Yeah. And there is a bit of a, a beef with Philippe Ferrand leaving party crashers. Okay. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't the most uh, uh, smooth send-off. Of Ferran leaving uh, party crashers, for but I mean, Braves. I feel like at this point the deal with Ferran is it's pretty clear he's a mercenary. Yeah, he is. Team to That's team, fine. Man. Like as long as you know the deal going in, right? Like, yeah, some people don't, man. Some people don't. Some people take it like personally, right? They take it very personally. You know what's the benefit of not having screen three? You what? can't see the hole in your eye. Remember oh my god! <laughs> Can you fix it? I'm, I'm seeing it. <laughs> it's like freaking me out. For those watching, I don't have a hole in my eye. It's like the Terminator, you know, when he <laughs> takes off his sunglasses and uh, the eye has a hole. <laughs> it comes and goes, too. That's the funny thing. Perfect. Place. That's amazing. <laughs> how, how could it be like two seasons and this hasn't been fixed? That's amazing. That's Stop so Stop wearing perfect. glasses. That's amazing. <laughs> Can't see anything without glasses. Uh, old boys double straddle. 
um, the two newest additions to Division One in terms of the uh, new names here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you expect? I know old boys will open up their campaign on the weekend. They'll, they will play, I think, HP Plus. Double Shadow won their opening game. They took out uh, Party Crashers. Uh, double shot led by Jeff Rosenblatt, who does who has played against Division A competition. This is his first real uh, rodeo in Division One this year. Jeff Rosenblatt deserves a ton of credit for what he's done. I remember him playing not like it's a long time, but not that long ago in Div Six, and um, I kind of I looked at him and Corey Packer in a similar way that they don't seem like they should be successful in high divisions of flag football, mm-hmm. but Jeff Rosenblatt is such a good decision maker. And he's such a good play caller. It feels as though um, surrounded with the with the right team, and he tends to build a team that really works for what he does. Right. He's always going to be competitive. Will Will they be able to keep pace with like the real top dogs with you know kangaroos or all stars or, or K- even KGP and Flag One Sack? Maybe not. But are they that 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 tiered below? Like maybe around KGP's level? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think I so think they're about that. If you remember in the spring season, they mm-hmm. took out uh, Lazarus' team, whatever they were called that spring season. In the last it game. wasn't your name in the in the team name? Yeah, like yeah convention or whatever. whatever. Con- more problems. Yeah. Con- conspiracy. Yeah, Contraception. Yeah, yeah, they had a whole bunch of them. All right, so you should start a line of condoms. Yeah, yeah, for Contraception. sure. Contraception. They they played some of the tougher teams, like the upper teams, tough, and it, it'd be unique now with James and what he does. Uh, as a whole, as Iggy's laughing his way through, uh, I, I think that it's just an offense that's always going to be moving the ball. Um, James Drysdale is a great piece for what what uh, he likes to do. I see Kendall Myers playing back from his injury. That's a, that's a massive piece. Um, Kendall was always a really good route runner, good hand, you know, solid hands and and, uh, and a fast guy. But he seems to have bulked up a little bit too the past couple of seasons. Right. So I think that'll help him in Div One. Jared uh, Taylor's on that roster for Sanders double Sanders Sanders Armand is not a guy who's talked about a ton in FPF, partially because of the people in this room. The man gave me uh, He's really good. He gave me laundromat coins to pay off his flag pelt on uh, Sunday. I go, dude, what is this? <laughs> oh, man, my bad. I'll be back. I'll be back. Well, my bad. I mean, Mo, you got to do laundry too, right? So I know. But you see, here's the thing, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Double Shadow will, will play the old boys. That's who they're playing on Sunday. They, they could be 2-0. Yeah. You know, and... and I'm not saying they'd be in control of the division. Who knows what the other games will, will play out. But, man, they're 2-0 after after two games. It, it, it makes it a little bit easier because the margin of error will get a lot tougher because you will play the big hitters, um, the Braves, the All-Stars, Kangaroos, Flagmosack, once each. So that's four times. So if you can win four of six of your group pods of games, I yeah. think you're in good shape going to playoffs. I, I, like, I like the pieces on the old boys. Uh, Kenny Baye just coming off a crazy season with with uh, hashtag NR. Uh, we've talked about Miles giving a ton. Marvin Steinberg as well, of course. Um, there's two names that are not as familiar to a lot of guys in FPF, but they're really good football players. Uh, Yoan Miron hasn't played a ton in FPF, but he's a very, very, very solid two-way player. Mm-hmm. And Edouard Valmé is an absolute game changer, especially on defense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... All the pieces will come together. Right now, you've just opened up the puzzle box. It's supposed to look like Big Ben or some shit, and it's just a bunch of pieces, and you can see more of your table than you can see of the giant clock. Yeah. So whether or not that comes together by in 10 weeks, 
that's going to come down to Miles Gibbon and 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 Brian Dobbs Garnett and how they can sort of get this team together. The, the, I think they're the they seem to be the the central point to know everyone on the team. I could be wrong. I, it feels like the team was, was was it was Ryan Dobbs Garnett the captain. Yeah, I believe so. Right. Yeah, I thought so. So um, if they can bring it together and like they're two guys who are pr- really good leaders, so I can imagine they will. Um, awesome. I just fear that. If the season goes difficult to start, it'll be harder to reel everyone in, you know? So, for old boys, they open up with the back-to-back against double straddle. And then, then they go into the eye of the storm where they play flag sack, all-stars. Yeah, but th- yeah. So, that's well, not – like, it's not a fun matchup for old boys to start because, like, it, th- I would have – if I'm old boys, I prefer to have double straddle later because double straddle are going to come in with some level of cohesion to begin with yeah. where I think the old boys won't. But I could they be wrong. Like they I need to get it might all click right away, but I, I just don't see that happening in Div 1. But they need to get one win before they hit uh, Flag Moss Sack. I'm saying, do you think it'll happen? I don't think so. Maybe I double straddle the favorite, no, like a slight favorite, but let's say a three-and-a-half-point favorite for yeah. both games. So they, they play four before this, uh, the Super Bowl bye week on Feb 12th. So they have four games, right, from yeah. here in Jan 15th until Feb 5th, Feb 5th, right? I think they're on four. Um, Iggy, Feb, douche or no douche? Yeah, douche. There okay. we go. All right. Jan. Jan 15. No, just, just call it Ruary. Yeah. Okay. Ruary. Brew. Yeah, it's the brew. It's the month of the brew. Ruary. Brew month. I, <laughs> That's better. They, they, I think, will be on four by the time they hit the uh, bye week. So I think I'll, so as well. And I'll say, li- yes, go I'll ahead, say it like this. There are the, the last three weeks, they face kangaroos, braves, and party crashers. They need the wins now. They need two wins in but these like, next four. Like if you're them, and you're in your heart of hearts, and you look at that schedule, don't you wish you had double straddle like week five and six? Exactly. Six That's what I'm saying. Like you're you're finishing off the season against Kangaroos, Joe Meyer and the Braves, and Party Crashers. I think they could be Party. By that point, but I think they'll be a better team than yeah. Party. But crashers. then if, if they if they sweep double uh, all uh, uh, double straddle, it kills. Then, then everything we said doesn't yeah, mean it kills our argument, right? But like w- yeah. again, we haven't seen them play, so the, right. the, it has the widest array of outcomes, right? Like, um, we don't know what they're gonna look like. So for all we know, they're gonna be perfect out the gates. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's likely, but whatever. Let's give that a forty sixty opportunity. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible. The, the team is excellent. It's a well built team. It's a smartly built team. It's a team that I think fits Miles Gibbon really well. It's the team I think will be really good defensively, also. But it's gonna take a moment to develop that de- defensive cohesion and. Jeff Rosenblatt is not the quarterback you want to face because he's got a great system and he's such a good decision maker that when you're not 100%, he's going to take advantage of that. Yeah. He just will. On to Division Two, And uh, I was looking at these two teams, KHP or Jos Medic. They didn't start their season yet. They're going to start their your campaigns now. Right now, Pease, if you look at it from the Division Two teams in that level, how many teams are better than KGP and Orzos Medic, if there's any. So, okay, we were asked to, I forgot who asked us to do this, but we got to do this. We got to call out Orzos Medic. Oh, oh okay, yeah, Mike Pierce saying. We did it yeah, last Mike week. Yeah, Mike Pierce Oh, okay. Yeah, we already did also, it. But also, on a separate note, I remember I, I was taking a nice stroll back to the parking lot at, uh, uh, at uh, Hebert, and I asked, I said, so next winter, Orzos Medic, Div 1, and Justice Dupuis, my ex-teammate just disagreed and said, yeah, of course. That, that, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. And here they are, camping out in Div 2. Yeah, loitering in Div 2. 
Yeah. So okay. Now we've all officially called them out. Next. <laughs> okay. So how many so teams are better than them? If there's any teams be better. are better than who? Uh, then Urzas Malik and KGP. Urzas Malik and KGP. If it's a good terror squad season, sure. They they lost. They had a rough game. Uh, didn't play well against uh, Murray uh, Murray Crown family. Um, uh, vengeance with Kevin Wyeth. <laughs> Sorry, vengeance with Kevin vengeance, Wyeth. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be up there. Braves two point Like you know, it, it's fast because because we spoke about it. Braves pre-season. two point probably. We, we spoke in preseason about this division and how it's great to have twelve in this division, but it's a loaded twelve teams. Like this is a very good depth of teams in this division. Yeah. Um. Running once is a really good team too. Yeah. They they had a rough start, but they're they're solid. Um, I don't know if they're better than those two teams because KGP or Jean Smith are likely to to be amongst the class of the, of the division. Um, vengeance will be tough. Yeah, Kevin Wyeth and Corking fifty five points in Division Two of Week One. That's that's a signal. That's a signal for everyone to watch out. So Bla- uh, and Braves, Braves two point oh. I think the the quote from Will Power was. He put up fifty five on us, and I even I don't even feel like we played that bad defensively. No, like he just torched them. Like the the accuracy, the window he was throwing a it ball. Was a at, it, was it, it, it was, was practice session. It was practice. Yeah, it was a shooting range yeah. thing. Yeah. So like, um, blessed as a de- as a defense in Div Two, I think we'll struggle, and the where it'll be most obvious is the quarterbacks are used to throwing the windows in Division One. Because what, what Bless thinks is covered is not the same as what Kevin Wyatt thinks is covered. They just have a def- different definition of the word. Yeah. Um, same with Joe Mayer. Like yeah. When Joe Mayer does a thing where he throws a ball to George Gary P two yards out of bounds and George Gary P catches it and there's literally nothing you can do, like short of standing outside out of bounds and knocking it out of his hands, it's the only thing you can do. Yeah. And you don't want to be covering the sideline. No, you don't be covering from out of bounds. bounds. <laughs> no, you don't. But, you know, right now I, I don't. It's a debate that maybe we'll ask later on in the year about, you know, with Josh Smith and KGP because we believe those are the two top teams in Division Two, right? Because of the history they've had winning championships of late. But, you know, Party Crashes Blue is a decent team. Uh, you, you talk about. I think I think there's. I think that's a, a good team who's like the second tier. Yeah. They, in, is it Vengeance and that's it? Or we're putting Braves 2.0 in that conversation? I, I go Vengeance, Braves, KGP, and Josh Smith that's the upper echelon of the division. B- teams like Blessed and, and Party Crashes Blue have weaknesses, I think. Which will be exposed by, by better quarterbacks. Running Crime Family is going to be annoying to teams. So that's the question <laughs> to bring, right? How, how frustrating are they going to be? Because they were down two scores against um, Terror Squad. Yeah. And they can't they come back to win it. And y- you can see that the frustration and confusion, how bamboozled they were. They, it looked like they were badly on ice at times. With Joey's off, Joey Taylor's offense really making it th- making it unpredictable for Terror Squad to really figure out what was being thrown so at them. So what? The how frustrating will they be in this division? The thing with Joey's offense is uh, Joey Taylor. To be clear, it's not particularly unpredictable. It's just that his execution is great, the timing is great, and it's it's a really really intelligent way to move the ball through FPS. It is incredibly frustrating, but this is a division that sees a lot of man defense. That's that's where he has struggled in the past. That said, look at the team he's built. He's built a team of guys who are going to try and like 
Chris Millard's on the roster. If Chris Millard's there, that's a difficult matchup, man to man. Um, Rocco Cristiano is a very difficult matchup, man to man. Um, Dom Benevento is quicker than than you would think. Eddie Lee is a really good, you know, <laughs> defender to have on the, uh, and and a guy who's just really solid on offense as well. If he's your 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 third or fourth target, that's a really good team. Dom almost had more catches than yards caught. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about I can see that. it. Yeah, I he's he's he, he's playing snapper. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a, he has like a, a rushing average of four point three per catch. That but he he had. it's it's the the the, sna- the snapper net offense is running screens basically. He's yeah. he's he's the outlet pass. It's like read one two three are in there, drop it off to the snapper. Yeah, it, it's it's often it's often the case. And Danny Demore playing on defense, by the way. Danny DeMore, Sorry, Danny Demore's playing on defense yeah. as well. So. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, Danny Demore. He's in the top ten in all time interceptions in yeah. FPF. So there's yeah. never been. Um, a greater difference between someone who's that excellent who looks like he gives less of a shit. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, it's not like he's a dude. He loves FPF. He loves the game. He loves live football. But his he just has a very nonchalant, demeanor. laid back demeanor. Yeah. It must be nice to be that good. Yeah. It must be nice to be that good. It's like being rich and not not giving a bleep that he lost five billion dollars. He's gonna make it up the next yeah. day, type of thing. Um. Yeah. I I think Moretti crime family is gonna be really tricky. If you can't figure out or diagnose how they're going to run their offense, it's going to be difficult to – it's going to frustrate teams. Not difficult. It's going to frustrate teams and annoy them. And they're going to get really twitchy and try to score quickly. And then you're playing into their hands of, of time uh, – of ball control offense, right? It's like kind of like the uh, uh, running game uh, where it's ball control, but in a passing element. And yeah. I think now for, for Moretti Crime Family, if they're able to do that, I'm not saying they're going to go out and beat Vengeance. I'm not saying that. But they can definitely make it a lot more tricky. They won't. It won't be 55 points scored against them. No, it won't be. It'll it it be more be. like in the Just high... Just because th- there's not enough time in a game. No, there isn't. It may be low, like high 20s, low 30s at that point. But that plays into their hands. They don't care. They, they, you, if they want to play 2018, they'll play 2018 on you. They'll play 25-24, they'll play 25-24 yeah. on points, right? But that's going to be the key. Is that And Joey Taylor's team? coming off a championship where yeah. they kind of won a lot of games ugly. Yeah. yeah. And they, they struggled early, and then, and then they sort of... All the pieces that, that were new to, to, to playing with him found their place, but now he's coming into a season where most of these folks have played with him before. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it'll be fascinating to see. But here, here's the thing that, that I watched yesterday. Um, uh, the four five zero. The why f- would you why would you admit to being from Laval? Touch foot four five zero. Yeah. Uh, upset of the week, they took out uh, Goth Skills, and in fact, this game was phenomenal because touch four five zero were up by two scores with six plays left. <laughs> More or less. They had six, seven plays left, right? Gossiel scores, so it's a one-score game going to five plays. And next thing you know, they throw a pick. And Gossiel has a chance. They score the touchdown. Uh, penalties. Uh, it, it favored. There was a penalty on, on the extra point attempt, which favored Gossiel, so they moved it up to the five. Couldn't get the game-winning two-point convert. But I, w- I want to give full props to TF450 and their defense because – you look at a guy like Darren Wilshire, who's playing Division One with Kangaroos, who's played in this league a couple of times in lower divisions. He was able to befuddle and riddle Nick Shintomo with two pick sixes. That pass rush they got from Jerry Bobriff, who had three sacks, one tackle, was an eyesore for Shintomo in that offense. Um, look, they got athletes that can match up in this division. Mm-hmm. My concern for TF four five zero will be their offense because it's 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 not a traditional offense. It's that you know, in the park we'll run a route and we'll throw you open. I was going to ask how Darren Wilshire is at quarterback because starting in Div two is tough. No, it's he's he's going to get exposed as a quarterback, but that defense can can ball though. 
and it they, looks like he's running more five attempts, thirty-five rushing yards. Yeah, that, that's it's it's your it's your uh, schoolyard type of football. Backyard. It's going to get tough in some games though to play that way, right? Like it's such a it's such a a low margin way to. Win. I mean, we just praised Joey Taylor for playing a low margin game, but I, it took Joey Taylor a long time to figure out how that use that to his benefit against some of the top tier talent. Um, and like you know, Joey Taylor's first championship was Division B, yeah. right? So like yeah. maybe that's the case for Darren Wiltshire, but I don't think you can figure that all out in one season. It's it's a hard position, man. <laughs> it's a really hard position. But guess who the next game is? Moretti Crime Family against uh, Touch Four Five Zero. That's gonna be a clash. That's gonna be, <laughs> that's gonna be a clash of <laughs> of styles, like you know, Dude. like. Oof. It's you know what it, you know what it's gonna remind. It's gonna look like, um, for anyone who's colorblind, the the. The time we're on Thursday Jets Night Football, bills. the all-red Bills versus yeah, the all-green all Jets. Jets. That's right, yes. Um, Mo, that looked like a vibrating football table to me. I oh couldn't tell man. one team from the other. Like It's going uh, to have that aesthetic. It's just going to look like a vibrating oh FBF man. table. Oh, man. It's Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by TF450 and what they can present. Their defense is going to play well, but I just think that they don't have enough horsepower on offense to keep up. They might steal a game as they did against Scott Scales. But it's the reason why they won that game is because their defense went on a 25-0 run in the second half. Yeah. They were down, uh, I believe they were down 18-6 at halftime. And next thing you know, they're up 31-18 with like a minute left in the football <laughs> game. Right? Like it's – anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated by this Risky. team. It's, it's going to be unique to see how they play out moving forward. Uh, Division three. Um, so this is the Mulcahy order. Yeah, Division three. We're just yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, <laughs> it's big easy for this guy. This the creativity game. is insane. Well, I figure at the end, you guys just switch it up, right? Why? Why don't you just do it? <laughs> I just figure whatever is hot, man. I just lay it out. This is a team effort here. It's a communal effort here. All right. Uh, Benny McMahon. This guy is running the entire league. <laughs> I, got, I got so much stuff going on with the media team. You can't uh, move stuff around. I don't know. I just thought you guys want to move around. Flip the table. I'm drinking a double-double for the first time in 10 years. It's so much <laughs> sugar in this. Man, this guy's gonna be oh, like yeah, you got Eagle's coffee. Yeah. Well, you, I drank mine. So, funny story. Thank you. I didn't know Eagle wasn't in town. <laughs> I bought him a coffee for tonight's show. I'm drinking it. I called him I, a coward for coffee. not answering my text earlier today. I need the coffee now. <laughs> What's right? I need the coffee. That's why I'm drinking it, but it's like sugar. It's just <laughs> pure sugar. All just right. I think for years I was buying him a triple-triple. Three. That's crazy. All right. So, Bay McMahon is now a Division three quarterback. Yes. Uh, he has been. You know, well, he's moving up in, in, in the level because he was trying to go for 4A, couldn't get in because of the cap purpose and all that stuff. No 4A. Uh, Division four, 4. For Division 4. Like, he didn't fit um, in, in 4. So, anyway, uh, they, they got beat uh, by Le Vegeful yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a rough day at the office. Uh, their schedule is uh, unforgiving um, for the next three games. It is not easy on uh, the Finding McMahons, the Finding Bennies. How do you think he's going to do in this division as a quarterback? Because he's done very well in lower divisions in, in different spring, whether spring or winter or in the fall cup. But now he's taking a step up in weight class. Can he excel at this level? Yeah. Yeah, he was the best. He was the best quarterback in Division C. Division C is a slight step down from Div 3. Give him a second. He'll be fine. He, look, Leverchfeld, first of all, going to Jules the quarterback, now that he's played a little bit at FPF. With that squad around him. Well, he's a um, ringer, actually. I've played against Guillaume Bellon on defense. Dude is a menace. Yeah, like, he is. His ability to, to break down across the field and even like from a deep safety, come down and make a tackle on the guy who's caught a ball in the open three yards away from line of scrimmage is insane. 
the, the dude is an absolute menace. Um, they they add William Trottier as well. Like it's it's a it's a really good team. Um, and I think I think it's gonna take um a slight. Uh, what the hell is GIHF? Whatever vultures. So you think vultures a second to to to, to figure it out and. Ben's not going to throw four interceptions all the time. That's not going to happen. He's going to figure this out. I'm not worried. No. Next three games, they have uh, Backyard Bullies. Uh, they have uh, Arouche and Mongoose. Does Ben... Iggy, do you think Ben takes too many deep shots? He so didn't take any deep shots, though. So, okay, for, no. me, for me, this is not about Ben McMahon. More as the what's surrounding him. Where, like, there, mine is James Drysdale. Because he's on... Oh, look, Ch- Chaz Kidder's... He's oh he's good a good athlete. Kevin Kevin Donitz played with him forever. Juwan Edgel's excellent. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, great players. This looks like a Division Four team to me. It kind of does. Like now that you mention it, I, I, James Drysdale is not there. Yeah. Uh, Phil Owen, Roberts not there. Yeah. Owen Bajowski is uh, back after the injury he had in tackle football, so he's getting himself back in football. Who's this? Shape. Sorry. Owen Bajowski. Oh yeah, yeah. He can break your ankles. Like, yeah, 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 of like Ben yeah. McMahon, but but having two of those are, are ridiculous. But at the same time, it's. It's not as well-rounded as the Vultures That's team of it's, it's last more year. That on, for my opinion, it's more that. Yeah, and, and but he's going to have to lift them. Like, like that's the thing is like, you earned your keep as quarterback, right? So now you need to take the next step. I, I think he will take the next step. I just think it's going to take him a few weeks to get himself adjusted to this level of football, Division Three. It's not like, you know, and a lot of these guys are tackle players, which is cool. But like, it's a different game, right? When you get to the higher levels, and I, I look at at a team. That was for, say, Ryan Garber in particular. Ryan Garber had a tough, tough day at the office. Uh, didn't have a good day throwing the football at all uh, for KHP Roth. Uh, they got beat 47-24. Uh, you can see the frustration in his uh, in his body language because it was not easy going up against uh, uh, a junkyard team that really had their way with uh, KHP Roth. So in that qu- question that I ask you about Ryan Garber, if you think Benny McMahon's going to be okay, can Ryan Garber – Equal the output of Benny McMahon and have a decent yeah. year in Division Three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never have a worry for Ryan Garber. The dude was ready to play in FPF when he was sixteen. Uh, well, younger probably fifteen. Whenever I started coaching him, dude, dude's excellent. Dude is as smart as it comes. Um, one thing to note: no James Wiseman, no Khalil Kerr, no Phil Cutler. Um, they did. Um, yeah, that's I it. So Jonathan Garfinkel. I see Gabe Demi. No, I understand, Asa. but just like. The the cap space went to g- to getting to some of the higher division players, right? Yeah, could be a week one yeah. roster. That's and then but at some like three guys on the roster that were submitted oh, okay. before the season, not on the roster. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Week one, so we don't know if this is the best version of them. And here's the thing, though, right? They're, they're going to play. It's a weird schedule because again, there's bye weeks for some teams here. They're they're going to play three games in a span of 31 days to start off the year. But then after the bye week, right, uh, of the Super Bowl, they will go on a run of playing seven in about, I would say, 33 days. Yeah. So it'll come thick and fast after the bye week, which will begin for them on February 20th when they come back. So they have Jan 29th against uh, Beer Belly Brigade, and then they wrap up against Bearskins on February 8th uh, before the bye week comes into play. And so it's going to be – 
uh, a unique situation for Ryan Garber to get himself uh, acclimatized to Division Three as possible, but yeah. uh, it's going to be unique to see how the schedule plays out. I also uh, confused James Wiseman for Gab Wiseman. That's on me. I knew it. I knew <laughs> That's it. on me. Yeah, James <laughs> but still, Wiseman. no clue Colonel Phil Cutler. My point is still valid. It's just less valid. Yeah, don't worry. It's sixty-seven percent that's valid. James Wiseman is only a seven-footer playing. I was gonna on, say, taking some time Warriors. off from the Warriors. I guess, guess he's not getting enough minutes. No, he's not. He needs to get a run in FPS. You know, yeah. get himself in uh, football take, shape. I would take that James Wiseman in FPS, no problem. Yeah, he'd be a he'd be a red zone nightmare for anyone who has to go up against him for a jump ball. Uh, look, blue chips are back. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah, the you I know they, they, they Jordan Mitchell was an electrifying player. He was fun to watch as a quarterback. Um, could they regain their magic from a few years ago and, and be a, a, a team that's going to be electric and fun to watch on a weekly basis? I think so. I think this is a good division for them. Um, Jordan Mitchell is difficult to contain. Um, He's already scored a running touchdown this season. Already, <laughs> shocker. But, um, you know, they, they face a team in never overtime that I think might struggle in Division Three. Um, and so I don't think it's an accurate litmus test just yet. But I also don't think, like, Blue Chip, uh, sorry, um, when was the last time we even saw Blue Chip? Was it? Before COVID. Yeah. I, I oh, think, I don't. I, I don't know the. T- so how I about believe this? summer winter, 2019. winter 2019. 2019. Right. Because yeah, I, I don't know this team. So s- that's shocking. When you don't know a thing, yeah. it's, t- it's like it's so. Jordan Mitchell uh, is a uh, he's a small quarterback in physical stature. He's about like five seven five eight. So like my height. Is? Yeah. He, he had a he had like a not the off field but the on field skill sets of the college era of Johnny Menzel. Like the the kid's electric. Like he can run around and throw a forty yard bomb on a dime. Uh, he plays with that intensity that he doesn't want to lose. I would argue Johnny Menzel's never thrown the ball on a dime, but that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> I never liked him even in college. So that's but, but you know he 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 just had this never lose mentality that no matter yeah. what the score is, well, I, I'm going to ball out until we can't. The stats kind of paint that picture because six for sixteen, one oh one oh six, two passing TDs. It's not good. I don't know what you think. Played. It's been four years since he played. Yeah. yeah. But against, like, like what Pease is suggesting, against a never-overtime team, Oli Saboudin coming off, you know, play, starting his FBF career in Tier 3 and not doing so great, you know, they, they moved on to A.J. Gomes, uh, Blue Dreamers did in Tier 3. does look like they're going to struggle. It's, I mean, I, I think it's a good game to for both teams to have – matched up in week one yeah um but yeah the the team will be good on defense uh jordan and marcus mitchell are very fast players and it helps cover a lot of territory hennessy O'Reilly is really good too uh coolest name in fpf by the way sorry hennessy O'Reilly, coolest name in fpf it is it is a coolest name in fpf absolutely yeah Yeah. um if you want us to mention you more just be born with a cooler name him and skylar bailiff that's a cool name it's pretty good it's pretty good Yeah, so that, that that's I think I think they'll be okay. I think they're gonna need the defense to carry them a little. Yeah, my whole thing of teams needing to score. Uh, also, Iggy, I, I don't have my heads in, so like if I'm ever not talking to the mic and you hear my voice drop, just give me a sign or something. No, you're good. Speak I, up. I, I realized a couple of times I moved my mouth away from the mic. Speak, speak up. Speak. <laughs> that's fine. That's great. <laughs> uh, it's like Eagles speak here. Speak the mic. Um. Yeah, I think they're going to have to get built up by their defense a little bit. And then aside from that, um, I always say that in the playoffs, you need to score. 
five times mm-hmm. to win a game. I don't know if they can do that. You know, if they got to play four playoff games, I don't know if they can do that on a consistent basis. Yeah, it's uh, through playoff uh, run. Yeah, hopefully they'll I think get they're a playoff team. Yeah, look, I think they're their sea legs back in FPF. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be very competitive in that division. Uh, division four. Are you taking the Bruins or the Field to win this? Uh, the Field. Yeah, easily the Field. They're not the best team in the division by far. Who do you like in this division then? That guy in the production booth, first of all, <laughs> drinking the coffee. Yeah, that that's that's the that might be the best quarterback in the division. Ah, oh, come on, no. That might be the best quarterback. Oh, 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 no, I'm not. You, I'm not just, you just gave him the, the no, drinks. no. I'll give you a name who's better. This guy's really good. Passing leader in Division Four so far, Michael Caporelli, fourth yes. inch long. Really good too. This guy can sling the ball. But can they can they finish off the job that they missed out on in the spring season? Were unfortunately due to uh, travel, they couldn't really feel the football team and were done after one round. Well, that's it. That's exactly the point. They they didn't lose on the football field. They lost because they couldn't show up to the fo- football field. Yeah, they stopped themselves. Exactly. They slung themselves in the foot. Then the Came reet. The reet's really good. Over over Bruins. The reet over Bruins. I, I would put the reet over they Bruins. They put up, what, 40-something um, 40, 40 yesterday? Yeah, it was an easy game for them. Easy yeah, peasy. it was easy. Exactly. Yeah, the reet's, uh, they got some. So give me the field as well. I like I like Bandit's defense. Um, Trap Stars will be plucky. Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles look much better than they did last season. Um, yeah. A couple of smart additions on the roster. Uh, that I noticed, um, I, kn- I saw that they added, uh, I mean, Patrick Brunette was supposed to be there last year. I don't believe he played as much. Um, that's a nice piece for, I think he fits really well with everything that um, Kevin Lubin does. Yeah. Um, Diamond Bougie is interesting to see them make a move here into the division. Um, I I think Jules Reginald playing two divisions at once and playing in a higher division um, with a group of not just tackle guys, but fly guys also. He's going to learn a lot quickly, and that's going to be devastating to a lot of teams. But honestly, Iggy, uh, Kiss My Eggs is going to be the, the best team, I think, in the division. We've talked about this in past seasons. Have you booked your tickets for the road show? Maybe. When you build the roster and you're the worst, you, yeah. you should when, – sorry – when you're building a roster, you should be the worst player on the team. Yeah. And, yeah, like, defensively, just I'll take myself off every time to, to let the, the other guys ball out on D. You know? so but it, it's, it's, a, it's across the board is a really strong roster. Yeah. So, Pete, I'll ask you this question. Will Iggy be playing or be in the production booth for a road show? For this I mean, um, let's see. Where do, I don't know. I don't remember exactly the playoffs work out in the four, but – my point is, if they have to face Hot Sauce Sports before then, they won't make it because we're going to win by 50. Uh, so that's the, only, that's the only thing stopping him, is me. Okay, fair there enough. <laughs> no, in all honesty, I think they're, they're, they're the odds on favor. They're better than Bruins. Bruins are good. I, I'm not shitting on Bruins. I think Bruins are a solid team. I think they need to fix their defense, which they've known for years. Uh, it's not a secret to them. They know their problem as well. Um, but I think that the roster across the board uh, is better uh, for Kiss My In-Laws. Um, yeah. Okay, so if if you're a team that plays the maximum amount of playoff games, you would have to go through five rounds. Jesus, that's a lot. Wow. Uh, wild card round would be uh, seeds 9 through 24. Then the division round would be uh, seeds 1 through 8 will play the uh, lowest Why seeds. Why are we doing calendar talk? 
Anyway, I'm just whatever. I'm showing <laughs> it on screen. Quarterfinals. And oh, you showing screen? Okay, it's yeah. that's better at least. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this, uh, so people understand how the playoff format works. That 24 to 29 do qualify. Uh, top eight get a bye week, and then if you are like Iggy, you might get a bye week. Mo- only need four wins to get to I the. Uh, I would be shocked. Pantheon. If if, kiss my in-laws, don't get a bye. The seli- the season already seems to be an abject failure. They need to be that good. Like they, they've underachieved if they don't like get a bye. To so be a top eight team, I'd I'd agree with you. Okay, so here's a question for you, Iggy. Yeah. Uh, kiss like my some outlaws. shit had to go wrong <laughs> for yeah, you guys yeah, not to get a bye. Exactly, yeah. Kiss my outlaws. Um, in make it to the finals and lose on the last play, or get get blown up by thirty plus points. Fifty. What do you offer? Fifty what, plus. Like, what would be more of a failure? To, to lose by 50 in the finals or to lose by one? No, lose, lose by 50 in the finals. Losing by one on the last play is not a yeah, failure. You left everything on the field. Yeah. Supposedly. Unless Iggy threw a pick six on the last play. Sorry? Unless Iggy threw a pick six. Oh, oh even then. Oh, that's there you Even go. then, like, if you throw a pick because you're trying to... Well, I mean, if you lose by six... Uh, sorry, if you lose by one, it means you were up and threw a pick six. Obviously, that's terrible. Yes, but yeah. I'm saying, like, in a scenario where you're throwing a pick because you're trying to make a play to win the game... That's literally that's the playing the game. That's playing the game, and you you had a shot to win the game. That's what you want. So a team that I'm really intrigued by is Wide Open Bar. Um, they took out the Sheriff, who had a two score lead with Louis Bejean as the quarterback. And well, Louis Bejean hasn't thrown in a while. No, he'll be, but, he'll be better. But yeah, and they did it without Jean Jean Lucier, who was not there. Um, Wide Open Bar, but um, I think if Jean Lucier is a full time member of uh, Wide Open Bar. He is. As far as I know, it's his team, no? Yeah, exactly. He just wasn't there. I, I'm just going to go on the assumption that maybe he's not, right? Maybe he's only there for four games. I don't know. Yeah. But if he is a full-time member, which we'll say he is, blindly, um, they're going to be a dark horse. I think they could be a top eight team. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see it. I think there's there's a lot of disorganization defensively. I think the offense is a little erratic. Um, there's good playmakers. I just don't know if they can be consistent enough. Yeah. Uh, I think, see, here's the thing, right? With, um, with uh, my schedule to start though. Cunning stunts, friends with Danny, mofos, beset, beset, say putt. Yeah, they could be three and two by the time. Uh, uh, that might be better than three and two. Yeah, they could be three and two, four and one by the time yeah. the bye week hits. You know, they they can definitely hit that, and uh, they have four games left before the bye week. So I I think if they're minimum three and two, I think it's a good start for them. Yeah, I I, I can yeah. see them going four and one. I just don't think they're they're in the top. Echelon of the division. I don't think they're nine and one. But no. I think I think they can be in that conversation. I think of seven they finish wins. outside the top eight, but with a decent seed. I think six, seven wins. Uh, is yeah, I think they can hit. I think uh, they can get for sure. But I, I think like seven, eight wins is going to be the cutoff for the buy. Top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they can be in that conversation as well. Uh, division five eight. Travis Moses now is a quarterback. Yeah, with him Love University, it. right? Well, what's your take on that, gentlemen? Yeah, you guys are both quarterbacks in the league right now. Moses is going to five A. Um, could he be uh, another Jeff Rosenblatt who makes his way up the ladder and becomes a, a solid quarterback in FPF? Um, so, Joey Notaro described playing with him versus playing with me, and he's like, "Look, the thing that Travis does, he'll put the ball up." He'll put the ball up. He lets his players go make plays. Travis throws the balls that he wants to get as a receiver. And it's a very receiver-friendly offense. Um, and it's going to rely a lot on um, athleticism, which they have. They have a lot of. And Travis is no slouch himself. And he's got a great arm. Um, the, the thing becomes, 
is that a sustainable offense or, or has that become a very matchup dependent team? Mm-hmm. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think Travis will have his groin pains in this division. I don't I think he'll come in playoffs. I I think regular season he'll be fine. But as a quarterback, he's, he's but like I still he's think played he's played quarterback also. Before. He has, but when's the last time he played quarterback though? It's been a while. Yeah, so I th- I think the rust initially Winter 2018. Right, so up it's and been coming. Yeah, it's been uh om- 5 years. 5 years since he last threw a dime in this league, but they they can He did some throwing for He did some throwing last year for #NR, didn't he not? Uh, possibly, I'd have to look at yeah. the playoff. Uh, they won. Tournament. Yes, they won a game with him at quarterback. It's possible. Did they? I don't remember. Yeah, don't it was remember. a game. Sinagra missed. Joey sub for them. So he, he did throw uh, two to one TD INT ratio. Not great, but it was tier one. But it's tier one. Yeah. Uh, I agreed. Uh, look, they, they could beat Madison. Surprise to be two. No, I, I I think he'll be okay. I, I think what his likely numbers will be will be low thirties and touchdowns and. 10, 12 INTs this year. I could see him hitting 40. 4 to 1, 40 to 10. So he's got to throw four touchdowns per game. He threw six in the first one. Yeah. Like, the thing is, if if they have the matchups, like like the way I think they will against um, against Minnesota Sobriety, mm-hmm. that's going to be it's gonna be an issue. Because they're, they're fast. They're, they're really good athletes. Um they're they're going to struggle because there's a lot of players who are new to FPF. Yeah, but Travis is a smart defensive player in FPF, so he's going to help shore up that side of the ball. His athleticism at quarterback, when people uh, don't, you know, don't run the right routes and p- things break down, that's going to help a ton. Um, the fact that he can score from anywhere in the field because he's got a great arm, all these things are going to help. And he just went toe to toe with 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 a team that I think is pretty good in backwards football club. Yeah, yeah, it's. I'll be, I'll be fascinated to see how he does this year uh, and if he can take that next step in the quarterback. And when you look at it now in this division here, uh, do you have full confidence in Wib or Red Knot Skins on having a successful deep playoff run this year? I like Wib a lot. Like yeah, we were high on them in well, – granted, Cup, it was yes. Tier 4 of Fall Cup, but the West Island boys are back moving up in, uh, now in Division 5A. Yeah. Um, so I thought they had by far, they had a tier one receiving group in tier three. Yeah. Or was it tier four? Four. Tier four. Jesus. Yep. Um, <laughs> Zach Stacy proved to be the better quarterback. I still think this is this is such a good team. If Zach Stacy's able to play receiver and they have a quarterback playing, but um, the Skyler Bailiff is a really good receiver. Nick Demalo is incredibly fast. Um. <laughs> Mike B didn't play this game. Um and Fatty Babungi. I don't know if you know this dude yet, Mo, but this dude is yeah, seen him play. fast as hell. Yeah, yeah, he's a great player. Um Julian McLaren Thompson's on this team. Like it's it's just loaded across the board. Again. 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 <laughs> yeah, they, they and, and Stacy's gotten a, a whole season under his belt at quarterback. I, I'm not like I'm not even Zach Stacy's a good quarterback. I'm saying if they had a quarterback and had him as a receiver, the team is unstoppable. Yeah, right. Like I, I can't even I can't even think of like, you know, just a, a, a bang average quarterback in this division. Uh, like uh, Marc Andre Desolnier, for example, if he had these receivers, <laughs> just running open all over the field, you know what I mean? Like, like 
just any pick any quarterback. It doesn't matter. Michael Hyotis. Great. That would be insane. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think they're going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm high on them because even without the elite quarterback play, Zach Stacy is learning to get to that point, and he's good enough to get this team was already stacked without him on the receiving core to the next level. Yeah, I, I, I score kept their game against Rico Riders, and you know, Rico Riders have some decent players on the team, Darren Bazmajan, Justin London on the roster, and they just toyed with them. They were yeah. they played well on both sides of the football. And uh, when you look at what they did for quarterback play with Zach Stacey, he was in control of the narrative, almost threw for 260 in the game, five touchdown passes. And it was the spreading of the football. I know, I know Scott Bath got the bulk of targets and yards, but everyone on that roster plays their role to near perfection and makes them so lethal that if if, if Scott's having a bad day, it could be Julian McLaren's uh, day to shine, or it could be Mike College's day to shine, or whoever might be that day, that, that centerpiece, central figure of that whole offensive uh, characters that they have going for them. Like putting 40 up against Lerner... Greg Gritzellas, that's th- those are experienced players and really good players. That's scary. That's scary for Division Five. When we look at it from this perspective, I mean, Wib might might have that chance to really run the table and, and be a, a, a team in the conversation to in Div uh, Div Five A and what they can do for that season coming up. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I think they'll be really good. Yeah. I think they'll be really good. Uh, penetrators in Div Five B. Um, could they carry over their Fall Cup success? They had a thriller, which uh, Iggy and I did call for the Fall Cup final in December. One of, uh, probably one of the greatest comebacks in finals yeah, history. Yeah, down by three scores, they end up winning. Yeah. yeah. In the yeah. second half. Yeah. Uh, and so overtime. Yeah. <laughs> and we almost we got kicked out of the, uh, the complex. Yeah. I, was, I was so sick the yeah. day of that game. And I'm watching on my phone, like passing it out, and like, what? What's going on in this yeah. game? How is this <laughs> game still happening? So, could could they carry that Fall Cup success into this winter season? Yeah, um, this is the division they should be in. Um, Justin Goodman is developing, and he has some raw physical skills that'll help along the way. Um, Nick Fawn was targeted four times. It wasn't an over reliance on him. We're starting to see him trust more guys like. Jake Halpern, for example. Um, I think this team is good athletes. They are players who play above their cap hit, which is valuable in FPF, mm-hmm. especially when you come to divisions that are hard to squeeze into, like 5B. I, th- I think they're one of the best teams. They play the Warriors. The Warriors have been around a long time. And Zach Ziegler and Benji Ziegler, Adam Rabinovich, that's a lot of athleticism for anyone to handle. And they hung in. They hung in against a very seasoned team. And had they just been a little more adaptive in the second half, I think that's one thing that Justin Goodman has to prove on is is scripting his second half and, and leaving something in the tank that he hasn't shown his opposition yet because um, that's something we see a lot. I, I, I've been a victim of that as I moved up in divisions is that as you move up in each division, the other team adapts more than the division you were in before. Um, and they get more and more familiar with you because the, the community gets more and more uh, familiar with each other. Right. So in that case, though, when you look at this division now as a whole, what sticks out for you the most about Division 5B and what could be this year? Like Magic Lozon, I think, is going to have a really good year, and he was really impressive over the weekend for what he did as a quarterback. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he pushed Iggy for sure at the to the QB of the, the year competition last year, right? Um, I think <sighs> I'm curious about some of the returning teams. Like at some point, you want to see Brewers take a step. At some point, you want to see Vic in the box be more consistent. Um, teams like that, like Penetrators, took a loss like you, like you said, but we'll, we'll see them. We'll see how they come back. I'd like to see a lot of the sort of returning teams that have been there a little bit and uh, whether or not they can keep consistency. And I want to see how some of the more athletic teams manage this as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, can a team like um, like Killer Rays, who moved up from Division Six and, and so on, like, can they take a step after a little bit of a disappointing playoff run in the fall? Um yeah, that that's kind of the the stories for me that I think are most interesting. Like a team like uh, Primal, um, great Nicolas Cage movie. Yes, great Nicolas Cage movie. Like, uh, I got to see that. I, I, s- I took a sneak peek at them on, on Monday night. Uh, they're not bad. They're, they're not a bad team, Primal. Well, again, they, we know the quarterback play will be good with with Mitiklozo. Yeah. Um, I I don't know a ton of the team. Right. Like, like there, there are fairly new FPS. Belly Shelder is a good yeah. player. He's, uh, he's an FPF like household name yeah. now. Sorry, Va- who? Valerie Shelder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Valerie Shelder, uh, Vincent Cyberwain, we've, we've seen before. Uh, they're just not guys who who we've seen consistently necessarily. With, with like, for example, like Warriors that we've known. They're etched into the fabric of FPF, right? Yeah. Um, but like that, being around a long time in in the same division doesn't necessarily mean you're a great team in that division, right? Usually yeah. it means that you can't move up. Right. And so, like, a lot of times you d- it's ships passing the night where teams will jump up from Div 6, they'll exceed Div 5, move up. And then, unfortunately, teams like Brewers, we've seen them struggle. We've seen them stay in the same division. And it's a group of friends, right? So, like, it's good to be where the team is. And They did beat Vic in a box yesterday. Sorry? They beat Vic in a box yesterday. Yeah, Which, But there are the, the two teams that are similar in that way where it's, like, like Vic in a box has been in Div 5 forever. But with the Bureau brothers, like that's well, with they're sort of like Van Wilder, man, just hanging out in Div Five for life, you know. Yeah. Like, like no offense to Kobe, he's not Max. No, I he's I a nice player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I believe Craig Browning as well. Craig Browning's like now, you, now you're starting to realize what I just said that who? like Brewers beat this team, although they've added a few pieces. I don't know who they are. Uh, Kevin Gauthier. Yes, I don't oh, know. Diesel. The name. Long time Diesel's back, baby. So I don't. I, that's a player we, I'm not familiar we with. S- we once saw him. I don't think he's quite as jacked anymore. We saw him get like he's getting his jersey pulled, and he ran out of it. He ran yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah, and, and didn't Wait, lose out of the. Oh, not out of the tackle. Out no, of the jersey. Out of the jersey. He, he was scored touchdown. <laughs> it was the most heroic thing I've ever seen. It was like last Ashton hero here, man. Wow, it was like it was unreal. He got it a flag. Uh, not a flag. Got a holding penalty on that. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't matter. He didn't lose his stride. It was a touchdown. I know. <laughs> he didn't stop for a second. It was crazy. Yeah, was uh, S- Simo Gossi is a good player too. I don't. He, he hasn't been a full time player in the roster for a while. I wonder if he'll st- if he'll stay. Um, I hope so. I, th- they've needed an injection of a little bit of talent, so hopefully that's what they got. Um, the big thing with uh, Vic in the box is the QB rotation. They came into the league as goofy goovers with um, with uh, Jared Taylor's quarterback. <laughs> Obviously, that helps, <laughs> right? Yeah. But since then. They've been inconsistent because they they haven't really solidified the most important position in, in the uh, in the league. Uh, that's what that team is. to watch out for: Red Dragons. 
You keep saying that. You say that every season. I am high yeah. because you know why? Because you want to be I right eventually. I saw their, their Instagram video, and I bought it. I was like, I'm buying it to the Red Jackets, baby. <laughs> you say that every season. Now, look, you know what? Look, they, they took steps, though, towards the end of the fall cup. Yes. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, look, I'm not saying they're going to go 10-0, but I think they can win five, six games. I just, just say, last time you did this, it was with you, you went against Vortex, and I was victorious. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> Don't worry about the Vortex, man. I'm never worried about Vortex. Vortex you should worry man. about Vortex. Um, yeah, I mean, look, they, they, beat, they beat Bulldogs, who are going to struggle. Um, I don't think Daniel Goloff can throw in this division, which is why I no, think Jordan yeah. Schwartz threw. Um, yeah, I, look, I, I think they'll be fine. Well, I think they'll be good. I think they're going to they're gonna win most of the games they should win, lose most of the games they should lose. There'll be two or three close games that go one way or the other. Yeah. And they're going to end up in the meat grinder. I think they're, they're matchup dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, they've always been matchup dependent. And so we'll see if that continues. I, 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 I do think they've improved. I'm not like you know nothing against them. It's just that I can't predict long term success for a, a team that has failed to show consistency. Yeah. Uh, Division six. What, what's the uh, what we're taking away from the week that was in Division six? Because unfortunately, the scores weren't posted up as quickly <laughs> as desired, and um, I could not really so uh, put so together uh, a script for Division six. So Iggy, I gather you added this uh, the first topic. No. Oh, but I all the all, all the scores did go up afterwards. Oh yes, yeah. Like I was waiting for them, and they were just chilling out. It was in the, it was in the holding pattern. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll mention the first thing I noticed: uh, Antoine Meunier um, and Trailer Park Boys back into the six. Um, hold on, hold on here, hold on here. Well, time out. You saw that game. Yeah, but look where the heading is for that for that question. I don't know what you're. Referring it's to. look at the script for our show. Yes. That question that uh, PZ just brought up before we uh, hopefully don't embarrass him is in co-ed one. So is that a Division Six question or is that a co-ed? No, I, I put in the – it was for Div Six. Okay, very well. Carry on. Just making sure I, don't, I don't want you to embarrass no, – I, I, Because you, you didn't move the divisions, I put in the wrong place. Um, uh, no, I, I, I didn't realize the CE one was there. <laughs> My bad. Um, no, um, now, you, now I see why you're confused about what I meant by the first topic because it was actually a co-ed topic. <laughs> that I, I I misread. Why are we talking about coed? You're talking you're talking no, about it, Trailer Park Boys. No, because no, I put Trailer Park Boys in a coed. In, in co-ed. Anyway, nobody could see the script except us. It doesn't matter. It's amazing uh, uh, webcast we have right now. So there. yeah, tell us about uh, Trailer Park Boys and coed. I couldn't tell you because I didn't see them. <laughs> God damn it. So um, Trailer Park Boys find themselves again in Div Six. I was really impressed with their initial impression FPF, and they've kind of been stagnant. Uh, Antoine Meunier came out like ga- uh, gangbusters and he struggled. We spoke before the season on the phone and he was telling me, he's like, you know what? He's like, I think this is my season. Go after a rough start. But again, when you don't play every season and also first first week, I tend to throw out the window because any anything can happen. You come out a little flat. Um, your team isn't quite there yet. Um, it could happen. But what are our realistic expectations as a show for Trailer Park Boys given that they're camping in Div 6? Don't fail. You have to win a championship in Division 6. Okay, that's wow. not an expectation. That's a command. It's, that's my expectations. <laughs> Your prediction is a command. It's a command <laughs> that they must win Division 6. I like it. No, I, I no, think... No, Dimas, what, what do you think about the future? The future, they better fix some shit. It, it's going to snow tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, this is a team that we know very well. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that has had their highs and lows, but I don't 
I don't think they're going to glitch in this division. I think they'll be okay. I think they can win seven, eight games. But in that context, though, are they going to be that team that we're going to circle in late March saying, okay, yeah, they're going to run the table and win Division Six? I'm not sure. Because Div Six, we always had that hot team. It's always those hot teams that do well. It's very rarely returning teams that win Div Six. Yeah. It's, it's usually upstarts who are just too talented for the division and just don't know where they belong in a PF. It's that classic, and I hate to use this example, it's that student that feels like, you know, great, and they repeat, oh, it's going to be easy. Well, no. <laughs> It wasn't you easy failed the first time. It you for failed, a right? <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. You're right. I don't think they're going to be uh, rolling and coasting over here winning 10-0, but uh, they can definitely be much more competitive and win six, seven games. But what – but so you, you see I, – I, I tend to agree. But in his first game, Manith went 9 for 22. Which is not great. Like, there's something, there's something about what they're doing on offense that's just not working. It, it the, the, the lack of – Sustained drives for me for Trailer Park Boys can be a problem, and it shouldn't be because they're talented. Yeah, I love the way how aggressive they are in the flats on defense. I think they have enough athletes that if you try and cheat and go over the top, they can. Even though they're aggressive, th- they can they can generate turnovers. Yeah, they allow thirty points. They're gonna allow points because of the way they play, but they're gonna create turnovers as well. Um, they did get Patrick Lapierre to throw an interception for Top G, but they, uh, Antoine Meunier just didn't do much offensively and that, that's going to be an issue he has to be the one of the top passes in the division he has to be at this point it l- left to be desired a lot to be desired for this offense for what it, what it was so what's, what do you since since neither of us gave a prediction what's your prediction for how they'll do <laughs> I was going to say something that's not a prediction. Do I'm it. No, no, even better. Yeah. Even better. What's your prediction that's not a prediction? Go with that. Go it, with your heart, it, bro. It's that they played a, I think they're brand new, like top G team. They mm-hmm. very athletic, but had absolutely zero clues about the rules. Right, Mo? You saw that game. Brossard on Saturday night. That's did I? Like it's such a blur for You now. did. Like it's you did. Blur they were like those lime green color jerseys. Oh, yes, yes, that's, yes. That's them. Yes. The one that was screaming and yelling and for everything, and penalties, touchdowns, picks, uh, just blowing up on the sidelines. Yes. This yes. is a team that Trailer Park Boys, had they continued season after season after season without a break and had lost, that would be extremely disappointing. The fact that they took a few seasons off, I can kind of understand, but that's still, that's a team they should have beat. I just feel the last couple of seasons, they've been a little stagnant, more disappointing for what we've, what we've expected for them. Yeah. 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 And, and look, a week one loss like that, pretty tough loss. They're not playing till January 28th. He has yeah. to swallow that for like 20 S- days now. Well, 16 days. Now. That said, if you're no, at yeah. uh, Le Central, go get a Pokeball at Kame. Uh The Meneos will hook you up. Um, that's my plug. So now that I've said it, they owe us money. Yep. Antoine just, uh, now. just they, they, send the they signed, they signed a sponsorship. It's, yeah. it's happening. Full time. Full time. Uh, one thing about uh, Top G, though, uh, scorekeeping that game. I totally forgot about this game. It, just, it, w- it was a blur opening night. Like It was just like I had to sell flag belts and do this and do that. Uh, train With Jimmy. Jimmy G. Yeah, it's train scorekeeper. Anyway, uh, Handy Joseph is the guy to watch out for this team. Um, marvelous game, cash in the football. He was a nightmare problem from a matchup perspective. Even on both sides of the football, he was really good. Um, their defense is very athletic. They they attack. This is where they have to really kind of dis- develop the discipline that the, you can't be over aggressive on yeah. plays, and that can cost you penalties. If they can master that, uh, physicality yeah, will be alright. Learning how to break down and not like, especially if you guys have played football before, I feel as though 
they're they tend to go through guys when they start their careers in FPF. And learning that body control is important. It's mm-hmm. important part of the game. Because, like, a lot of times players will say, like, well, I was trying to play the ball. I didn't hit him on purpose. Okay, it's still a penalty. Like, it, th- uh, well, you're not being pe- penalized for intent. You're being penalized for your action. And and the whole rule book is based on one principle. You're in charge of your own body. You've been on Rules Committee, Eagle, uh, Iggy. You've heard. Sorry, you're in Eagle Seed, okay? I'm drinking the double double. You're drinking Eagle Seed. What am coffee. I starting to transform and look like Eagle? Yeah, yeah Eagle uh, has that, uh, you know, focused look. You know, you eat candy. You look like a tragic Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take it, I guess. So, um, yeah, like that's that's one of the things that they always say in Rules Committee is that you ha- you have to be in control of your own body. And that's one of the things that new teams struggle to learn, and and we'll see, we'll see if they can learn that sooner than later. Um, MK, yeah, I want to bring up Dime Squad and uh, Dewey Molasses, um, which we'll just call DM, because um, I don't know if it's Dewey Molasses. Um, probably, <laughs> probably. Now that I've said it out loud, <laughs> it probably is. Um, Dime Squads often struggle a lot, but is it? Because these are two new teams, we don't know anything about them, mm-hmm. right? Well, one's an MFL team, actually. Oh, well, then you have more. more I have a bit of knowledge, yeah. Which one is the MFL team? The uh, Dui Molasses, yeah. They're, they go under a different name in MFL. Uh, they do have, and this is going to surprise a lot of teams, uh, probably one of the best snappers in the division, um, Amélie Zuraché, a girl. So a lot of teams are going to underestimate her probably at first glance. Do not do that. Don't, she, don't do that. She is dynamite. Yeah. She will light up this league. She's probably going to be an all-star snapper selection by the end of the season. Um, running quarterback uh, needs to develop Felix more. Felix uh, Yes. Uh, needs to develop a more just short plays, just c- easy completions, get himself into the game. Uh, it's a team that's probably going to go. Like, so they have a lot of experience mm-hmm. with flag. Need some time probably to get adjusted to FPF, you know, to two timeouts, game management. Probably going to go eight and two, seven and three. Okay, so, so I was going to ask. So my question was, was this just like two new teams, and you know whatever happened, like just one team is more do- more athletic, or or can this be like a, a team that's really good defensively, um, and 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 can take advantage of teams like they did with Dime Squad? Well, they they took it. Adva- uh, sorry, so the second team, Dime Squad, looked brand new. Yeah. So they clearly took advantage of a team that like just doesn't know flag yet and mm, just kind of backyard football but yeah. not great even like at, at that so they took advantage of that like we're I, I i also know because this was right after my game so i saw i caught a bit of it um but yeah they're they're an experienced flag team that's like i said gonna go seven and three eight and two they're gonna struggle when a good rusher is is facing felix jardin la joie uh and forces him to throw the ball he needs to just make easier completions for himself. Nine of twenty-two was it the stat line? 20. Nine of twenty. Well, Nine of twenty. Three quarterbacks threw in that game. Nobody completed double-digit completions. Yeah, that's that's hard to win. Those are those are low margins, right? So yeah. you're taking a lot of shots. I, I think they're gonna have trouble this week uh, doing my last as they face the Royals. Royals are a well-built team across the board. Um, they took a loss in their first game against Baby Rays. Um, but Royals are similar baby reason that they're they're guys who've played on other teams in higher divisions and so on and with with some new talent. It's like their 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 junior team of uh 
you know, Ryan McGrath, we've seen win a championship with top season, for example. Yeah. Um, we've seen uh, Eric Pelusiak play in this league for a long time. So, like, and, and with that, of course, it's mixed in with new players. That's why they're playing in such a low division. So I think that that's where we might see some FPF experience be challenging for Dermot. Ryan McGrath's throwing in this division? I just yeah, saw that, yes. Oh, that's, that's, that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah. Oh, Eric Pelusiak's oh catching balls for him. Uh, can we crown him? You want to crown him False Kings? Who are we calling? For? Oh, I'm always in for <laughs> False King crowning. Uh, ready? Where are we? One episode. Let me guess. Is a 60 offensive rating? Just that feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Just w- once you have a quarterback, you're 75% of the way there. Yeah. The defense, 25%. And but who's False Kings? Is the only thing I care about. Ryan McGrath. Oof, no. No, They're Ryan McGrath's really Kings. good. That's what I'm saying. The Royals. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure out the False King by the end of yeah. the season for sure. Um, I mean, Honey Martin's not here this season, so that's true. Um, <laughs> Dispersed. <laughs> Another game that caught my attention, Mo. Um, threat, le- threat level midnight, named after perhaps the uh, the greatest movie ever made. Um, they lost twenty-seven nothing. Are this is this a team that just we can trust to improve, or do we think that? Because they're veterans, they're a little past their prime. They're lacking some of the sp- speed and explosiveness of nah, some they, of the they've regressed, man. They've re- I've, since the Fall Cup, uh, Simon Richard. I mean, they they had a rough go in the Fall Cup. Uh, now they're in Div Six. I know, I know, I know. But I, I like Simon Richard a lot. He's a, he's one of the original FPF guys. Mm-hmm. But this team, they they are at a point now where I don't know what they can do. They're this. They don't have the speed. They don't have any youth in their lineup. It's an older well, team. So should they not be like in 35-plus, though? I'll stop you right there because I think from uh, our Instagram feed, I saw some uh, injection of youth into the lineup. Yeah, it's not quite as old as... No, but the majority of the team is old, though. Like the majority not, is, yeah. You know, there was like two or, th- two or three of them, and then it looks like five or six that they added. Like I saw on Instagram, youth. too, the, the team they were playing against all looked like they were super young and fast. Yeah, <laughs> they played the X-Men. It's from yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, FPF Junior. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Gautama's son. Gautama's yeah, exactly. Well, that's yeah. Gautama. Yeah. Ga- I'm sorry. Gautama. Uh, I'm, wh- I'm white. <laughs> Apparently. <Not. you're> white. <laughs> yeah, I'm white, yeah. Apparently. I'm as white as this double-double I'm drinking. Yeah, but, you know, t- to lose to a rather young team, right? That, that's going to be the problem, right? It's going to be if they play one of those but that's what I'm saying, agile like, teams. Like, Fred Lillman, like, will at some point that balance of youth and, and, and this experience – Make them competitive, or are they going to struggle against teams like X Men who could just run out, run down the field? They're going to have struggles against teams that are quicker, agile, faster, and younger. They're going to have problems with that, and I, I saw that in the Fall Cup, and it's going to carry over into this division. And they'll be competitive, but they're not going to win. They might win three games. Yeah, bucket three games for. Ouch. That's not being ouch though. It's been it's, it's no, no. It's just that that sucks that they've come down to Div Six and it's gonna come out to a, a three win season. Look, they added the youth. The youth probably doesn't have the experience of flag. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying that it's gonna be a three win plus or you know the over or under is three and a half for them. All right, on to coed one. Uh, and we got three coed divisions to cover here. This is a lot <laughs> of coed we got to cover here, which is amazing because. Uh, back in the day, Kauai was only one division of six, but now we've, ex- we've exploded. It's exciting. It's exciting that we have three divisions of co-eds here. Um, P- uh, sorry, Iggs, you put it as a question topic about uh, Northern Braves skunking KMO and KMO not scoring points in the second half here. 
So what's the takeaways from this game then of KMO not being able to keep up with Northern Braves in this Ruff, matchup? Rip week one for Stephen Harper. Sergeant. I was just going to say that. Well, now you got to say something else. That Beat you to it. <laughs> I think he went 0-3 in his first week. Ooh. And this game, you could just tell he was some, it was just off. It was There was rust. And I, I'll tell you myself, I, I went 3-0, and but I felt the rust. Like, even 20, 30 days off, I, I felt the rust. I didn't play as as well as I could have. And it, the the same was true for Stephen Harrapersad. He was just overthrowing Joey Nataro's uh, throws to the sideline were just a little too off. Uh, look, they even held a two-possession lead over Northern Braves at one point in this yeah. game. And the second you give Joe Mayer an inch, he's going to take the arm. And he just sunk, I think, 26 or 30 straight points on them. And it was game over at, at that point. Steven, you know, he was trying to take one too many deep shots to Isaiah Lard, just overthrown again, picked off, you know. So Has the arm measurements on off-the-rack shirts gone away? I don't see that anymore, like 32, 33. No, it's still there. I know on tailored shirts. Tailored shirts, yeah. But on, like, off-the-rack shirts at, like, Banana Republic or... I don't think I've seen inseams. I... Uh, Okay, I haven't worn after action in a while, but I'm saying in general, um, are they are they still a thing? Are they still a thing? Because the times I have, I don't remember seeing the inseam anymore. I, where are you going with this? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> curious because you said you talked about inches and arms. Yeah. Uh, I, at first, I was like, "Do you measure arms and in inches?" And I was like, "You do. <laughs> Shirts, <laughs> tailors do." And I was curious. I was curious as to like if they've all like when you buy a shirt at a big box store, if it's yeah. Just a standard size now, standard like arm. medium, length. small, medium, large. Small, medium, large, or like no, it does. It's still because even the, even the next size, I don't remember seeing often anymore. No, fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, no, next size you still have. Yeah, yeah. next size I've seen more often than arm length, but yeah. I see I see a lot more standard size of like small, medium, large, which doesn't make sense no, to me for sure. No, it'll stay on the tag thirty-two by thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. still yeah. will. So really? in, okay. in this in this division, then guys, who are your favorites then to win this division? <laughs> Okay, I'm, back like, on I'm not sure we got the back. Yeah, get back to the strip here, Because I got to get going soon, guys. That's why. <laughs> so in this division here for Co-Ed 1, what are we looking at from this level of competition here? With whether it's Northern Braves being the favorite or Le Bleu or the Power Rangers, are we looking at Fast Not Furious? Who we got in this division? Um, Well, Power Rangers haven't played yet. And Fast Not Furious haven't played yet. And par- Party Mix is 0-1. So that's that's an interesting curve already because Party Mix is used to be in the top of this division. Um, I think with the infusion of some of the high division quarterbacks, it's going to change the structure of the division a little bit. Um, expect Northern Braves to be up there. Uh, expect to bounce back from Kiss My Outlaws. Uh, Fast Enough Furious, I expect to be good once again. I thought they were the best the best roster in co-ed in fall. Um, I still expect them to be. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, permanent addition of KL and Beckles um, with Rachel Valier, as well as the rest of their 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 their, their talent, it makes them makes them excellent. Um, I guess Stephen Casey's playing quarterback for them, which is really good too. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a massive uh, quarterback overall. Okay, I mean, they were good too with uh, his name is escaping me now, but with uh, the QB from Fast and Furious. Wait, oh, Miles Gibbon. Miles Gibbon, yes. Yeah, Miles Sorry, Gibbon, Miles. Yeah. Uh, just momentary slip my mind. Um, yeah, like the they were they're really good with Miles Gibbon as quarterback. Uh, Stephen Casey subbed for them one game and fit in perfectly. Um, 
you know, I, I'm curious to see how like Power Rangers will do because I, I expect Power Rangers to be good as always. Right. Um, what about Easy Fun though? With no with with no Jeremy White who's in uh, Norway right now. Um, could they still maintain their excellence? Um, they're not the same without Jeremy White at quarterback. Uh, I look, they they've scored a ton of points. And Nick um, plays at quarterback for them now. Uh, Nicolas Blay has been fine. There's. I don't even think he's a worse quarterback than Jeremy White per se, but Jeremy in flag has just developed something special. Um, yeah. His ability to buy time is exceptional. His ability to throw off platform is exceptional. I've seen him backpedaling and throw across his body, which I didn't know was a thing a human being can do. Right. But Jeremy White can do, Jeremy White can do it. Um, overall, it's the, the team you expect, right? So I think they'll be good. Are they as good? Obviously not. You're taking out one of the best quarterbacks in FPF. You can't expect them to be the same. See, you know, Party Mix is a team that's been a staple in co-ed. Uh, one of the original. I think it's one of the founding members of co-ed, yeah. right? FPF. Do they get lost in the translation now with so many more quality teams in co-ed one? I, I feel like Party Mix are probably, they're too good for co-ed two. But they're not the class in, they're not the class they used to be in one. Well, they got Emma Racine and Catherine Pichet as well, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. those it's are two excellent female And Marie uh, Coté Noël, like, it's it's a good team. Yeah. Uh, François Delorier catches feature on, on our Instagram page, right? Like, um, dude is excellent. He's, he's a great leader. But you look at a team like Free Smoke and just the athleticism they have. You look at how well-built Fast Not Furious is. Um, Northern Braves have the best quarterback in the division, followed by... Uh, maybe Justice League and um, and uh, Kiss My Outlaws and Kiss My Outlaws, you know they're not going to be last place in this division for the entire season. <laughs> That's a one week thing. That's a one week gap. Yeah. They're going to be with back to the top with AJ Gomes missing. Yeah, <laughs> and they're Nick Gomes the newly engaged AJ Gomes. Congratulations! Yes. Congratulations! Yeah, it's um, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Um, Rekka uh, Silver Supermanium returns to the team. Um. So you can say that name, but not Mike B. Yeah, Mike Badibabungi. I practiced that. But one. she's a teammate. So <laughs> I was practicing I know, on a flight, and my wife thought I was a crazy person. You got her an All Star. Uh, I did. I did. Yep. And uh, MVP. Yep. She got that, by the way. I didn't get anything. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> she yes, got that I'm on sorry. her own. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, Abigail Cockerton returns as well. Uh, she was she was missed on on the team as well, and then fall. So like, it's a good team, top yeah. to bottom. Um, I just I think that Northern Braves, Justice League, Kiss My Outlaws are the best quarterback teams, along with Fast and Furious. Right. Free Smoke have just really they have two of the best athletes in FPF, uh, that make them difficult. And the Pitsy Fuck are going to be annoying. They're, they're going to an, they're going to be difficult for teams that don't have an excellent rusher. I, I think it's tight. It's, yeah, it's really tight. Co-ed ones gonna be is gonna be fascinating. I, I think we're gonna see two co-ed ones develop. We're gonna have a top tier of yeah. about, but about like not like a. Like it's a not like a division where there's two top teams. There's gonna be five or six top teams, and then you know like six, a penthouse seven. of teams, and then everyone else is in the uh, regular hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. The suites, the luxury suites, the hotel suites are gonna be uh, filled by the. Yeah, we're, g- we're gonna have some teams buying shirts off the rack, having to figure out their arm length. Yeah, and yeah. others, other teams, could, they, they just get tailored shirts. Yeah. they're good. They're yeah, good to go. Exactly. Uh, Coed two. Um. Thoughts on Coed 2 so far this year? Uh, 
anything that catches your attention from this division so far, gentlemen? Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, Iggy, you got anything straight? Yeah. Speak uh, up. I like uh, my my computer lagged. So sure. Uh, <laughs> I like how Chris Rebay is now entering uh, co-ed in with Badgers. Transforming a team like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, that. Yeah. I snapped for people listening in the podcast. Like that. Oh, I really heard that. That was nice. Well, I didn't mic this time. <laughs> yes, I, I, I know that. But it's my, it's week one for me. I'm remembering where the microphone is. So yeah. Muscle memory. Just, just uh, got to shake the rust, thing, you know? So, yeah. So, tr- immediately transforming Badgers into a dangerous playoff team. Uh, hey, they beat Block Party, who I thought they're, they were formerly three Hunters. Yep. So, that's a team that's been to an FPF final. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, I thought... I thought Badgers are going to take a second to... Uh, but did he just step up with Chris Gervais as quarterback now? Yeah. But I didn't think he'd fix the defense. That was the worst defense I had faced in a long... Uh, that, that's the worst defense I had faced in a long time when I faced them last year. They, they would line up... more. Well, they'd line up in cover two before the snap. So, like, the safety... But, and the safeties wouldn't move. They would just stand where they were standing. And, and the people in the short... Like, it, it was playing against chess pieces chess they were just pieces. positioned there you yeah know? they weren't moving um so it's cool that it's cool that they've improved so quickly um and cesar garcia diaz playing in a, a more familiar position for himself i'd like to see him give quarterback another shot uh but he's learning under chris Rivet. yeah so i also like mode lacasse entering the seth galena offense or mm-hmm. the seth galena well concept. she's always played the seth galena yeah. offense yeah, yeah, he's a yes, coach. But, but now, yes, but now playing together on on a team, uh, I, I I think they're going to be dangerous. Uh, bench warmers, Gab Wiseman, maybe some tennis or golf elbow. I think he said it was. Yeah, he uh, didn't throw in his Bruins game as much. Yeah, uh, he had. He's they they threw half the passes between him and Chris Vero of bench warmers. But bench warmers adding the speedster Luca Kenville uh, to the team. Kenny Boutelier is on on that team. Um, uh, one of the most uh, prolific uh, females is on, is on uh, bench warmers. Her name's escaping me, but uh, Constance Mila. Oh, oh yeah. my God! Yeah, she's a good player. First, so first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. So this bench warmers team is is legit. Also, um, I was really impressed with Fit Squad last season, mm-hmm. and they it's just more of the same, right? Yep. William Bugard threw two interceptions. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. Um, so surprising that he had that much difficulty against Fireball, who I expected to struggle this season. Um, but week one rust, uh, she th- he has Lawrence Pompeyan, who is to me the the best one of the best red zone targets in the division. Yeah. Uh, Hugo Le Pen is just insanely fast. Once again, uh, Vincent Bass trash as well. Into the yeah, game. he's he a good player. Good can't cover player. this guy. You can't cover he's this guy. He's a player. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. Is uh, Falcon Court back on the team? Don't see her on the. Uh, yes, the sorry, first player. Yes. Oh, there she's she is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know. Didn't see her. She's she. Her speed is dangerous as well. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a matchup problem when girls are are going uh, uh, lining up against the other girls. She's she's a matchup problem for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you Bash can't take them for granted for sure. No, you can't. I think Bash Trash is going to once he didn't play, but if he does play for this team, I think he's going to be a real massive headache he, for some teams out there. Wasn't he? Th- wasn't he off? He was. He didn't play in he fall. Played the fall he, he played did. in the fall cup. He, he played in the fall cup. He played in the Caught everything over willpower. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. 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 He's a beast. Yeah, he's, he's a, a force. He's a former basketball player. His family is a bunch of athletes. Yeah. His, fa- his sister, I believe, played at McGill, and he played at Vanier for a bit. So. Not surprised at all. What is cool is I, I saw a mode like has post on Instagram about her hand, her her non throwing hand, um, 
looks like uh, she she hurt it in uh, ta- her tackle season. Um, so I don't know if she's going to be missing time for uh, surgery, rehabilitation, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, or whatever. But if she does, Seth Galina's a really good backup quarterback, yeah. right? So like, um, not worried about that team at all. That's a really good team too. Um, yeah. On to co-ed three. Lassette laying down the marker at 1-0-1. Oh one. You, yeah. you asked that question last week. Could it make an impact in this division? Uh, I think the more precise question you asked was uh, over under four and a half wins. Yeah, I think they're going to go over four. And, and, and I think we both went on over, the over there. Yeah. Uh, and one, so they're 1-0-1. Oh However, the second game didn't upload properly and is marked as a 0-0 zero, zero tie. So they might be two and zero. Oh. They might be one and one. Where was this game? Where? Yeah, uh, I believe Loyola. The second game. Sunday. Yes. So we yes. have a scorekeeper. I, yes, I'm not do it properly. And uh, no, it's not a scorekeeper problem. It's a technology problem for this one. So what happened that game? Yeah. I Does anyone know? No, I don't know. <laughs> they could be two and zero. Oh, they could be one and one. It could be a tie. Okay, so they played. La- they played Puck Air. <laughs> yes, the in the first game, yeah. Um, Puck Air have such a disorganized defense. They're difficult to play against. They just they're really high on emotion and um, they're really athletic. But they're they don't you don't expect anyone to do. They're not doing anything you'd expect it to do, which is cool. But it also leads to a lot of broken coverages. Um, they have a lot of players on the like I'm happy for Lasek, but they should have won this game more comfortably than twenty to twelve. Well, I think that's like they're a much better team than Packer. Packer has a lot of players in this roster. Yeah, lot. that's part Again. of the issue is yeah. you don't know when you have a lot of players, you don't always have your best players in the field, right? Um, they're really athletic, though. They are. They're really they are. good. But give them a good quarterback. This is a really good team. Mm-hmm. G- give them someone who could teach them how to concepts. properly play defenses and and a decent offensive playbook. So concepts. And they'll they'll, yeah. they'll be great. It just the disorganization is going to be an issue. Well, well, Michael Scott's thoughts. Are you surprised that they're own one out of the gates, even though they, even though they are a team that we know very well? Um. Well, and they lost to Puck Air. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw that game. That so look, Kenny Butelli is throwing. I, th- I believe he's throwing for the entire season, right? Higgs. I hope so. Yes. Uh, oh. and it's a platoon system again. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. it's time hey. to get the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um. They were look. They I were down. Uh, Packer were up twenty-one nothing in this game, and Kenny Boutillier. Look, I said your defense can get you back into this game. They did. You just need to score on your drives, and and he did. Uh, Zach Al- uh, Albert Skill was the mainstay piece on offense. Mm-hmm. He's the one who really drove them down the field. Uh, took two hooks for forty yards. Um, he got them back into the game. I, I even two though they attempts lost, to his female receivers, though. Sorry, two attempts to his, to his female receivers. Yes, that that that's one of the problems. Uh, but just for Kenny, just for one sec, as a QB, yes, you want the win, but getting back into the game down twenty-one yeah. nothing was should be a win for him. And he got a two-point conversion as well. Yeah, he just didn't get the last convert. Uh, but but yes, uh, he does need to get the female players more involved. Definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. There was uh, 
four total targets, I guess. But but two catches for eight yards between Anna Finkelstein, Maud Santos, Charlebois, and Leah Fink- Finkelstein. I, it's it's there needs to be a more concerted effort. It can't just be a dump off just for the sake of dumping it off. Yeah, uh, you got you got to get them involved. Yo, I'm, I'm happy to see Cocaine Barry get 123 yards though. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's that's his nickname that's by the way. Yeah, there was a lot of cocaine there. Yeah, <laughs> he went off. Um, which by the way, reckless speculation. I'm not saying Zachary Elmer scales a cocaine. I'm just no, saying he not. looks like a cocaine bear. <laughs> he looks like a man who can go in a straight line for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, Attacking the quarterback. But yeah, that, that's a, like he's a guy known for his defense. He got two sacks in this game. Um, he, he's gonna he's gonna like when he leaves FPF, he'll he'll leave it with like 1500 sacks somehow. Jeez. But uh. Offensively, he's he's not been known for his ability, but he's a, he's a good player all around, and yeah. this is a good opportunity for him to to have that leadership role in in sort of the quote unquote receivers room, right? Right. Um, it just now Kenny needs to develop an offense um, that can allow him to get everyone involved. In which case, I say call one eight hundred Iggy. I'm there on the uh, I was there on the sidelines, but it's but you know what it is. You can't explain it I on know. the spot. You need I to. Know. You have to break it down. Yeah. Yeah. Off the field. All right. On to 35 plus. Uh, I have a shameful admission. Oh, 35 plus. I forgot 35 plus was a division. Yes. 35 plus uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, the Glads, a team that, we, that is brought back from the past. They were off to a flyer. They beat the Rainmakers 31-7. Um, they're in the Legends division here. Uh, they might run that Legends division to uh, maybe a 10-0 start or 10-0 season. Who knows what it would be. But they have a good team with Frank LeBeau at quarterback, I believe. Or is it Alex Lever at quarterback? I forgot who it is. Sorry? Uh, a quarterback for the Glads. I forget who it is. It's blanking in my mind right now. Hold on here. I'm also loaded. It's Frank LeBeau. Uh, there you go. Thank yeah, you. Frank, Frank LeBeau. LeBeau. Uh, but that roster, you talk about Nick Guimier, who was a solid receiver back in the day. Uh, Lieber, who we know very well from his time as a quarterback in this league. A former teammate. Yeah, Jeff Trudeau as well in this uh, division. Jason, question mark. God damn it. Jason, question mark? Yes. Look at the roster of Gladiators. Jason, question. Jason, for Oh, yes. Jason, question mark. Yes, number 11. Number 11, Jason, question. Okay. <laughs> we'll call him Jason, question from now on. Oh, it's Jason, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's Jason, for yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the one below. Jason, question mark sounds much cooler. <laughs> you still don't get it, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Jason question mark. That's okay. Jason question. Jason question. <laughs> he's so confused by that. He's like, what are you guys talking yeah, about? He's not so moving on. Okay, look at the Glass roster. Okay. Uh, the whole roster. Yeah. Jason question mark. Jason okay, question okay. mark. Like the actual roster, sorry. Okay. Oh, I see. Oh, now you see. No, because I was on, I was on the, the stats page, yeah. not okay. the roster page. Okay. So, so they, there might be two Jasons. Yeah. Uh, it's I like this though, like, oh my God, I got a registered team. What's this guy's name? What's his name? Ah. Question, <laughs> but the the Raymakers Ryan Castro's back at quarterback. He had yeah. an awful injury a couple years ago with his Achilles. Could he rekindle that magic and, and be a dominant quarterback in this? Yeah, league? he's awesome. <laughs> like he, he, he had one t- he won uh, three ints in the game, so not the best start. I mean, whatever, out. but he hasn't played in a while. He's coming off an injury. Um, uh, Raymakers, I expect to be good. Um, look, Ryan Castro. Last time we saw him. Um, Fall Cup 2020. Yeah, yeah that's when he tore three. Yeah, yeah. Derek Castro's throwing. He was good. He he played really well. Yeah. And so I thought he he he, he looked really good out there. Look, to only complete ten passes, given the way the Rainmakers play, is alarming. 
you did attempt. It's not like one of those teams where it's like, you know, ten for nineteen, but you threw five touchdowns. Ten for thirty-three is a it's a rough day. Yeah, yeah, one hundred twenty-eight yards at thirty-three attempts is a rough day. You're That's not no moving the ball. It's not Ryan Kastner level. No, yeah. and um, look, they went up against Gladiator, as we mentioned. Ponce Lebo, we recognize as being, uh, you know, in in an era before Kevin Wyeth and and Dan Lazara and uh, Joe Mayer, it was Francois Lebeau and Kevin Wyeth. The one name, of course, that always remains the same. But um, Francois Lebeau has been a good quarterback for a good time, uh, for, for a long time in this league. So it's not shocking to see them get off to such a good start. Um, and at the same time, when you're coming off an injury, it takes a while for you to feel the confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially leg injuries, like you've got to, and you're using your legs to throw. It takes a while for you to feel the confidence. You see the rusher bearing down on you. Is he really stepping into all his throws? Like that—that—that's the stuff that's going to remain to be seen. Uh, you know? If you guys don't mind, if you go to the playoff breakdown for thirty-five plus, we just wanted to clarify something here. Uh, look at the playoff breakdown. I want you to read the first sentence of the playoff breakdown. Eighteen of eight teams qualify. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> it's a one hundred and eighty percent. Yeah, and no there's problem. a bracket at the end for no there's reason. One hundred percent. There's, double, there's double a closed bracket. There's there's there's, a, there's no open bracket. But there's a closed bracket. Well, no. <laughs> This club is eight of eight that makes the playoffs, not 18 of yeah. eight, just to make sure about that, though. Okay, uh, on to the women's division here, and this is where we're really excited for because it has exploded in numbers. Yeah. Um, I, I put down a couple of questions for you boys here. Uh, Brutes, dominating performance over UQTR, people. How did they do uh, against Vortex last time they played, though? That's in the past. Oh, okay. That's in the past. Vortex also want to know? Brutes are one and zero, dominant performance. Yeah, they're below the brutes in this uh, <laughs> overall standings. Big saying, boy. No, like some some people like championship teams. Some people like quality. Oh. So Vortex is not quality. How is that not? <laughs> <laughs> they will see them in week five on February fifth, five p.m. Um, so, so quick, quick quick question. Yes, twenty six of thirty one. Okay, which is like 80, 84% completion percentage. Gangster. 273 yards. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. Is that a perfect quarterback rating? I'd imagine. I would it's say it's close. It's How not? is it not? It's 142.9. Maybe they get completions? It's five incompletions. It's an 84% completion percentage. It's crazy. So are we putting, like, see, Bruce and Vortex had really strong fall cups. So are we putting that conversation with Le Bleu? Um, That's the thing. W- how they match up against the university and um, the university teams, that's, that's, that, that's really wh- where it's going to be um, the, the where, they, where they're tested, right? Mm-hmm. And like I had that conversation with Maud Lacasse um, after her, the finals. Um, and I was like, look, you know, you guys will bounce back. You guys, you guys are great. You know, like yeah. we were talking about it during the finals. Uh, Iggy and I were saying that like Brit play like a machine. Like everything they do is perfection. When we're watching from up high at Lachine, Mo, yeah. when they would run all hooks, every receiver literally breaks at the same distance at the same time. It's like the timing is it's a ballet. Yeah. It's it's incredible. It's yeah. it's absolute it's the it's a sympathy. The the most beautiful sympathy. flag football you've ever seen, right? Yeah. That said, you know, they don't have the same advantage that they did when they go up to against teams against like Le Les Bleus or uh Blue Pud, for example. Um those teams are gonna be 
they're gonna be there. They're gonna be difficult. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a hard road ahead. I, it's gonna be an exciting women's season for sure. And women's one, absolutely. I don't think the favorites are gonna win. Someone's gonna lose in early rounds of the playoffs. So one of these favorites is gonna get one and done. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know who. I, I it's too early to say who. But well, again, because they like, if you have like what eight teams make the playoffs, right? Yes. So like, that four or five matchup is not gonna be fun. No. Whoever's wanna, in that spot, you want to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know once you get to like the 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 two seven and three six matchups, I, I don't think we'll see upsets there. But four five, that might be brutes vortex. That might, it might four be four five. <laughs> uh, excuse me, the brutes are going to be in the upper in the five four. Uh, They're going to be oh, in the uh, one I, I just three. Assume, range. I put the brutes in five in my in my head right away. Just yeah, it, shocker, it shocker. <laughs> but yeah, you talked to my quarterback. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like for the list, because like I, I look, Mo, I'm about building relationships. I'm not about hatred of vortex. Yeah, I don't know why you hate them. Yeah. It's all about the brutes. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, I love, I love putting you in these a couple spots. Yeah. It makes you so happy. Yeah, uh, for the list though, they they got wrecked. Who sorry? For the list, they got, they got yeah, they got wrecked. Um, bit surprised by that because again, this is a team that we know very well no. with uh, what sort of experience <laughs> that they have. No, they play Libre. Like, uh, but yeah. we we think that there should be a closer score. That's what I'm implying. Like, they're they're on their, their own category, their own no, strategy. That's the thing is that the, the the top teams here, when it comes to teams like that, it's 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 going to be such such a tough matchup for um, teams that aren't at that level of at that level of talent or organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's the thing with the, these university rosters is that they play all year long, man. Like, right. It's it's not tournaments the same. too. I think they're in a tournament right now. I believe, right? Some of them are down in Florida. Yeah, in tournament right Tampa. Now? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, that's it. They they have, they they play against competition from from all over North America. They they play all year long. They play university level um, uh, against each other. Uh, it's a insanely growing community. Um, I joked around with Sarah Parker this, a couple of days ago, saying. How much do we need to bribe the IOC to get into the Olympics? Because uh, it's ridiculous. The flag football uh, LA, is LA not is already in the Olympics. LA is going to get the uh, the the flag football. Let's let's get it, baby. Let's get it. That's the that's the talk. Right? LA LA is going to be where the f- it's going to debut because with it being in, in the US, that's where they figure it's going to have the biggest uh, flow. So it looks like LA will get the. Uh, so flag football is is a sport I think that has all the makings of an international sport. The cost to, to start playing is, is not very expensive. It's a collaborative game. It's a non-contact game. It's all the things people are looking for in sports outside of, of North America. It just has a base, basis in football, which a lot of countries aren't as familiar with yet. Mm-hmm. But it's growing in China. It's already grown in the U.S. compared to where they started behind Canada for, for, for once. Um, and so I'm curious to see... If it starts to catch on in some European countries and so on, yeah, I think it will. Like France, Germany. Germany's a massive football country now. We, we we see with the NFL how they were able to. I think they had three million requests for a, a sixty-five thousand seat arena at the Allianz in Munich. For yeah, but well that's also like an event versus like a prolonged season. But football right? is big. Like football yeah. is massive in Germany. There's more German uh, male and female athletes who are playing football in North America now at universities yeah. than before. So it's really picked up. So let me let me just start take a stab at something here. I think Fleur de Lis, if these two teams match up again, I think Fleur de Lis win by one point. And you guys are looking at me like, what the hell? But yeah, Vanessa Beery's on this team. Oh well, that changes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> she was a DMP. Yeah. yeah, I just looked at the roster. She was a DMP. So no, no, obviously, if she plays 
She's the OG, right? Because uh, because the Fleur de Lis defense, they th- limiting them Le Bleu to twenty eight is pretty good. They only scored four, that's three game, offensive that's game flow touchdowns. Two. That's game flow too. So Le Bleu got off to such a huge lead. Yeah, in game one where where they're not fully clicking yet. I can imagine they they take their foot of the gas pedal, even not intentionally. I I guess, but the fact that. Lorian Beauchamp, you know, took an interception uh, uh, from Sandrin. It, it leads me season, to believe. Which, to your point, last season, uh, um, Sandrin uh, threw three interceptions. Yeah. All season. Yeah. Um, the one thing we said was the, the completion percentage. Uh, the completion percentage was, was good, but like one notch below stellar, right? So like 65% is, is very good, but, you know, if she gets it up to 68 to 70%, that's unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Did you see who passed away? What? Did you see who passed away? Well, I'm, I'm sure you did. Uh, yeah, I'm just because I'm just trying to get the, the score from the Gill game, and this saw right now pop on my news feed right now. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley really? has passed away. That's awful. Yeah. Anyway, b- back to uh, your story, please. Well, that's kind of took the window to my sails. So so yeah, watch. <laughs> lo- look out for Fleur de Lis as well. Well, yeah. If okay, if so. Vanessa Beer is throwing. Yes. That's, that's a different <laughs> Yeah. It's an equalizer, though. Have yeah. to have the spirit doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly here, women's division. Women's too a big part, not to uh, make it sound it's lower. But um, what are we? What are we going to take away from this division here? Um, the all reliable Red Nation got skunked by l- the uh, l- the Links Net or Linkets uh, Linkets Links at Yeah, see that ten times in a row. Uh, VC Cups is another team out there that to watch out. The Carabaves is. Uh, a team that we spoke about, Iggy and I, last week, uh, of who they've uh, formulated for a roster here. So are, is this going to be one of those divisions, guys, where it's going to be a real separation of talent gap from top to bottom? I think so. Um, women's ideally would be three divisions, I think. Mm-hmm. We're just not enough teams yet. We saw co-ed grow quickly. Women's is growing insanely quickly Even as faster, well. faster, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the, the rate of growth has been insane. Um so I expect us to get there. It's going to be tough for some teams. Uh, Les Loups are going to have trouble. We saw that last season. Um, you know, um, we're going to see how a lot of these teams rebound after their first their their their, their, their first uh, their first games, right? But you see it. There were four teams that had a single score and one team that put up two points, right? In Phoenix. So maybe bad matchups to start, but you know. Uh, after you get past like dream like uh sorry wildcats and the pitimiet um and and the cara baby um i think i think there's going to be there's going to be a learning curve for some of these these younger teams and and i find teams like vc cubs sort of just land in the middle right i'm 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 rather uh intrigued by cavaliers mm-hmm. led by kevin lubet the coach this is a champlain team yep. that has played flag football in the RCQ. Um, they they might be a team to watch out for. They could maybe run this division and uh, put together a string of wins, of maybe five, six wins, and be six and four, maybe seven and three. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the regular season, so I'm really intrigued to see how this team will adapt playing in the indoor game, um, with what they've built up so far. And they've had a really strong program at Champlain the last few years under Kevin Lubay and Alex David running the show as yeah. coaches out there. So I'm intrigued to see what Cavaliers does. Yeah, the name I guess to look out there for is Chloe Small. 10 receptions on 11 targets, 92 yards, and two TDs. That's Those are good numbers. Yeah, those are very, uh, those are better than Iggy numbers. He went 6 of 13 for three touchdowns. Yeah. So remember the name. <laughs> yeah, I will remember that name. Noted. 
Uh, but I, I was actually surprised to see um, Red Nation. Yeah. Well, they got skunked, again man. To start the season. Yeah. By the way, uh, congratulations to uh, Alistair Sobel, who uh, has moved up in the Alouette's uh, ranking. Oh, cool. Working in football operations. So, congrats to Alistair Sobel oh, wow. on that uh, promotion within the Alouette's uh, organization as uh, working in the football ops department now. But yeah, so, like, Red Nation, they took a 27-6 loss to Linkset, which I wonder if they're related to Ottawa Lynx flag football. Um, Perhaps you never know. Well, I, that I can't confirm yet. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know the background. So again, yes no. by the way, when it comes to women's, we're gonna do our best to get uh, some women to help us cover. We have a, a new uh, writer for the women's division as well. So whatever we get wrong, please correct us. Yeah, absolutely. Hit us up. Because uh, we're, we're learning. We're learning about uh, your divisions. So uh, help us, and and we're gonna do our best to give uh, great coverage. Uh, Red Nation, like Rachel Valier, the Mizel Jundi, Kaya. Alan Beckles. They're wasting their talents, uh, though. That's, that's solid They're everywhere. And then Allison Sobel just having a weak outing. Yeah, but Rochelle Valier is wasting her talents on that team. It's, it's like... But, uh, but no, but, but Lamise and Kai Allen Beckles are really good, too. They, they are good, but but this team should, should be so much better than what they are. I, and you, we can pinpoint where. The, where we talked correct. about it. We talked about it, though. But if I'm, like, if I'm, if I'm Kaya or if I'm Rochelle... I look up the standings and I see there is a women's one. Why aren't they in there? Well, they're not good enough. I don't think to be in women's one. I think you, you, well, I think they're. I'm not saying. I'm they're saying Red Nation is not good enough. No, no, but I'm saying the players no, individually. Individuals. Individuals. As individuals. Isn't Michelle playing? Is she playing? Co-ed one. Co-ed one. But co-ed one. like women's co-ed one. one. Like why is she? I, I don't think. I don't think they see it that way per se. Like. Like here, they're playing with friends, with ex-teammates, with people from their program and from Vanier, um, and I think that they just see it as if they have an opportunity to play women's one, they will. And right now, they're they're playing with their with their their folks, and um, you know, when the in the case of of Rachel and Kaya, they're they're playing co-ed one, so they have high-level competition already. I don't think they'll 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 shy away from competition in in women's one, but they'll get there, no doubt. I I just think that they can play. Yeah, the d- dub yeah. dub one teams here. They they can. I just a- absolutely, but that's not the team they're on. I know, <laughs> and the team they're on is not going to be women's one. No, the Red Nations cannot play women's one. No, not it just the offense always is gonna. They're getting overpowered. Yeah, it it. Not there physically. I'm saying that Alison Sobel gets into these power. positions where. She needs to make a hero throw, and it and she struggles at that. She, she, there, there needs to be um, a more holistic view of the four downs. Yeah, the script is not. How, how do we get like, like, how do we attack in a way that they can't just defend the marker? How do we attack in a way that we make we make ourselves legitimately scary and make give ourselves makeable third and fourth downs? Because they they often they're often going for it and. They haven't like they haven't moved the ball in first and second down, and now they have to get the half field. Yeah. On on fourth down, on third and fourth, it's tough. It's yeah. hard. Not easy. Not you easy you need to get a chunk on first down. Which that, they, they can't. They have not been able to do so. Yeah. All right. It's now time for. Oh my God! It takes six hours. Yeah, we gotta go through. Games this of the week. Well said. All right, we gotta go through these games quick. Let's let's bulldoze right, yeah. through. So let me pull up the music, do the eagle thing. Whoops, that's coming up on the wrong side. All right. 
right, Division Three. One. What? You can't hear me? Yeah, uh, I hear you because you're here. Yeah, I don't hear you. My, my head's been dead all game. All, yeah. uh, short. Oh, okay. Division One. We got Flagmon Sack All Stars. All Stars. Coming in with the heat. Yeah. Give me, give me All Stars. Kangaroos, Braves. Kangaroos. Braves. Got Party Crashers, KGB Plus. KGB, KGB Plus. Plus. The Old Boys, Double Straddle. Uh, Double Straddle. Straddle me twice. All right, Division 2, we got Party Crashers Blue versus Vengeance. 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 Urgence Medzik versus KGP. Uh, UM. UM. Run It Once, Terror Squad. Run Terror once. Squad. Moretti Crime Family, Touch Foot 450. Moretti. Moretti. All right, we'll go to Division 3, Silent Ticklers, Blue Chips. Uh, ticklers. Ticklers. Blackouts, Le Malud. Uh, good game, uh, Blackouts. Blackouts. Green Munch, Blues Clues. Uh, green Munch. They're good, huh? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, same. Greendale Human Beings, Speed Academy. Greendale. Yeah, Greendale. Junkyard Dogs, Preach. Uh, JYD. JYD. Grokuk, Bearskins. Uh, Bearskins. Grokuk. Free Smoke 1, EZW. Uh, free Smoke. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Free Smoke. All right, Mangoose, Arush. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mangoose. Mangoose. Backyard Bullies, G-I-H-F. Bullies. Yes. Bullies. I'll call them GIF. Le Vergefall, that's what she said. Vergefall. Yeah, Vergefall. Vergefall's going to be really good. Yeah. Division 4, still CRA, Ludzunal. CRA. Yeah, still Cray. <laughs> Diamond Bougie, Mangoose. Uh, Mangoose. Give me Diamond Bougie. The Sheriff, The Reet. Uh, Reet. Reet. In and Out, Voodoo. 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 Fourth and Schlong versus Vultures. Fourth and Schlong. Fourth and Schlong. Bruins, Mofos. Uh, Bruins. Mm, I want to take Mofos so bad, but I'll go Bruins. It was, it's going to be close, though. Yeah, it's cool. That's a good game. Team Ethnic, Kiss My In-Laws. In-Laws. In-Laws, yeah. Golden Eagles, the Heartbreak Kids. Eagles. G. Friends with Danny, Le Bebe Magic. Friends with Danny. Trap Stars, Hot Sauce Sports. Can't pick it, Hot Sauce Sports by 50. Cunning Stunts, Wide Open Bar. Wide Open Bar. Same. Top G's, Ball Don't Lie. Top G's. Ball Don't Lie. Le Bleu Branla, Bandits. Bandits. LBB. Besset et ses potes, Martine Le Flag. Martine. Nomads, Le Jet Plain. Nomads. Nomads. All right, Division 5A. Clinkers, Ballers. Uh, clinkers. Ballers. I think it'll take a while for uh, Clinkers to get back. Him University, Menace to Sobriety. Him U. Yeah, same. No Friend Zone, Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats. I'm happy Thanks, the name's guys. back. Uh, no Friend Zone's me, by the way. Tip Top Shape, Rico Riders. Oh, you're going to lose, man. Sorry. Uh, tip Top Shape. Against Tip Top Shape is against? Against Rico Riders. Uh, tip Top. Oh, sorry, Rico Riders. Uh, Rico Riders. Okay. Tip Top. Le, Le Petit Carat, the Tokyo Sand Blasters. Tokyo Sand Blasters. Uh, Petit Carat. The Process, West Island Boys. West Island Boys. Uh, ooh, fun game. Yeah. I'm going to go West Island Boys. Save the Turtles, Practice Squad. Turtles. Turtles. Backwards Football Club, Ice Up. Backwards. Uh, ice Up. Yeah, they, they're looking good. Yeah. Uh, Division 5B, 
Killer Rays, Brewers. Rays. Rays. Green Monster, Stormers. 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 Team Sexy, Warriors. Warriors. Sexy. Vic in a Box, Red Dragons. Vic in a Box. Oh, Red Dragons are so good. Blah, 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 blah. Red Dragons. <laughs> we got Vic in the Box this week. They're going to go at 9 to 1. 982. <laughs> Did you pick? Yeah, I went uh, Red Dragons. Blues, Him You. Him You. Him You, yeah. Also hard you the penetrators. Penetrators. Yeah, agree. Primetime Le Bleu Drive. Primetime. Primetime. Wolf Pocket Rockets. Pocket Rocket. Wolf. Bulldogs Primal. Primal. I am a Nicholas Cage fan, I gotta go primal. <laughs> what could have been cover three. Cover three. What could have been? Division six. Week two. Slippery slopes, X-Men. Uh, X-Men. Yeah, I like those kids. Give me, me X-Men. Go with three for three there. Pigeons, don't blink. Don't blink. Don't blink. Free agent squad, threat level midnight. Uh, threat level. Oh, sorry, free agent squad. Free agent squad. Sorry, I meant to say. With you. Eagle. Uh, practice squad six versus Wind Diesel. Got six. Yeah, same. We're not going with our Wind Diesel. No. Uh, Maccabees, Betway, Bandit. Uh, Betway. Betway as well. Top G, Dak to the future. Top G. Dak. Wild Hogs, Baby Rays. Baby Rays. Wild Hogs. LaSalle Warriors, Midget, Dime Squad. Dime Squad. LaSalle. The Habibis, Grus's Crew. Uh, Habibis. Habibis. Demons, Texas Cooches. Demons. Demons. How many more games do we have left here, guys? There's so lot. many games. Yeah, the Royals. My brain hurts. Yeah, I've got The Royals, Dewey Molas. Royals. Royals. Betway Bandits, MTL Red Blast. Red Blast. I feel like Betway Bandits has eight games this week, so why not? Yeah. They go eight and zero this week. <laughs> Betway Bandits. Maccabees Fiddlers. Fiddlers. Maccabees. Toon Squad. Why so serious? Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Towers FT. Jiprock State University. Jiprock State, State University, University, just because of the name. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's a good name. That's a good name. Yeah. Coed One. Power. Uh, no. Le Bleu versus Kiss My Outlaws. Uh, Kiss my eyes. The Funny Club Ballbusters. Funny Club. Funny Club. Easy Fun Le Bleu. Easy Fun. Le Bleu. Coed 2. Block Party Fit Squad. Fit Squad. Fit Squad. The Villains Flashbang Team. Villains. Villains. Flamingos the IG Team. Flamingos. Flamingos, yeah. Benchwarmers Kiss My End Zone. Kiss My End Zone. Kiss My End Zone. Hungry Hippos, Team Rocket. Hippos. Hippos. Fighting Tigers, Fireball. Fireball. Fight, as much as I love Pitbull, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go fighting Tigers. Coed three. Michael Scott's Tots. Kanekul. Scott's what? Tots. Kanekul. No, I didn't hear you. Oh, Michael Scott's Tots. Okay. Kanekul. Kanekul. Sneaky Snakes, half and half. Half and half. Sneaky Snakes. Pakair Block Party. Block, block party. party. Fast and Furious three. La Sec. La Sec. We'll uh, we will go 35 plus. By the way, the lack of creativity for Fast and Furious 3. Get out of here. FPF, Brody Windsor. Uh, FPF. FPF. JMJ, Paul Vidge. Paul Vidge. Same. Monster Gladiators. Monsters. Oh, Glad, Glad, sorry. Monsters. Pacemakers, Rainmakers. Rainmakers. So many makers. I, uh, I will go with the makers of pace. 
Uh, we are going to women's division one. Jesus, there's so many games. Yeah, this is too long, man. There's three divisions yeah, left. Dude. Two, 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 two divisions. Two. Left. Let's go, let's go, guys. Uh, Stars Torrent. Stars. Sorry, what was the game? Stars UQTR Torrent. Stars. Brute Ghosted. Brute. Brute. Vortex Torrent. Torrent. <laughs> Never learned. Vortex Easy. Fit Squad uh, Bees. Bees. Fit Squad. And Women's 2, our final division. Wildcats Steelers. Wildcats. Wildcats. Steelers Carababes. 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 Phoenix BC Cubs. Phoenix. BC Cubs. Cavaliers, Dream Killers. Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Red Nation, Le Petit Miette. Uh, Petit Miette. Yeah. Les Ibou, Le Loup. Le Loup. Yeah, sure. Le Loup. Wolfpack, Carababes. 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 Linux, uh, Extreme Bullets. Linux. Linux. Phoenix, Cavaliers. 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 Figure something yeah, out. Okay. We're gonna do that yeah, ten yeah. times, yeah. <laughs> eleven we're, times. We're not doing that ten times, boys. I'm. I phased that out to like uh, the division. No, three games. we need to do it because it's gonna be a real each week, so we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we literally are like contractually obligated to do that every week. All right. All right. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm not here next week though. It's uh, Iggy. Yeah. Peas and Eagle. Yeah. Cool. We hope. Yeah, <laughs> we hope. Yeah. Unless you got eaten up by an alligator. Perhaps. I don't think he went to the Everglades. He's not far. What? Nothing is far from the Everglades of Florida. It's not a big state. Miami is in the Everglades. No, it's not. Miami is like swampland. It's built on swamp. It's not part of the Everglades. No, so. but it's the swampland. Yes. It's what it was. All of Florida is swampland. <laughs> anyway, magic words, please. Well, Mo, I've uh, officially booked my spa day for Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, Good night, McGill. They just lost you, Cam, at the buzzer. I set you up for Scott Thompson. <laughs> Nice guy, Thompson. You ruined my life.